Thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News. Today is from Friday. Every Friday we talk about Elden Ring from Software Games, and then we'll be playing Sekiro later this afternoon. So if you like From Software Games, hit subscribe and the bell button. And we're discussing the easy mode debate, discussion, uh, will Elden Ring be too easy? And right here at the beginning of the live stream, I do a segment that I record for another channel, but the video that you're, you've, you've clicked on should be pretty long. If you like those discussions, make sure you're here for them, but... This is an SNTR update. The Elden Ring gameplay feedback has been pouring in, and virtually all of it is positive, but it is starting again the debate and the discussion about how easy will the game be, and should there be an easy mode. If you like these SNTR updates, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my uploads, or check out where I live streamed this over at SNTR Gaming. So, I want to break this down in a couple of ways, because this has been an ongoing discussion, and I do want to talk about how there has been some narrative about Elden Ring, even from the developers themselves, about making the game more accessible and approachable, but not necessarily easier. I also want to talk about the current feedback from the community and how their experience might be shading their opinion and ultimately telling people to just wait. So let's just talk about making a game more accessible and approachable. First, I want to point out that the debate about easy mode is not centered or grounded in the idea of accessibility options. If there are people that have uh, motor function inhibition or they have to use special controllers a game like this does not necessarily have to add those accessibility options it's nice if they do but I do not believe there's an imperative on developers to put that in their game they may not be able to and it may require extra bandwidth or expertise that they may not even have secondly making a game more approachable with respect to it being open world and there's co-op and there's different builds you can use to approach the different bosses that does not necessarily mean that the game has an easy mode or that it's going to be easy so let's talk about the current feedback it's ranging from this game is perfect it's going to be massive it's going to be incredible to some people saying it felt and looked too easy and I think a lot of this is stemming from more experienced players there are also people that jumped in and said no it's really hard from the very beginning like the first boss that somebody fought you know they had a lot of trouble with it and that's generally what you would come to expect from a From Software game however I do think people need to remember that experience leads to early ease if you're familiar with From Software games, it's not going to be like when you jumped into Sekiro and it was completely different than Dark Souls and you probably got your head caved in for a while before it sort of clicks. Now, Sekiro didn't click for some people. They ended up not liking it as much as Dark Souls, which makes sense. I've been adjusting myself off stream because it is just so different than the rhythm of the fighting and the combat that I experienced in Dark Souls 3. But... If you go into Elden Ring with all of that experience and all of that sort of backlog of of memory and muscle memory, the game's going to feel a little bit easier in the beginning. That doesn't mean that the game's going to be easy. It certainly doesn't mean it's going to stay easy. I can't see any From Software game maintaining a sense of ease or relaxed posture for its players. We're hearing from other people that have seen more. Maybe they can't show. Maybe they can't say more. But we're having plenty of people saying, ultimately, hear what I want to say at the end of the video. Just wait, okay? It's from software. 
I, I gotta I gotta imagine that about halfway through this game, I don't care who you are, somebody, some boss, some section, some area of the game is gonna absolutely cave your head in. You're gonna get your teeth busted. There is no way from software has spent the time and the love and the passion that we've seen evidenced in this gameplay. There is absolutely no way they're gonna spend that amount of time and then dilute their game with making it quote unquote easier. Ultimately, my opinion on easy mode is it has no place in a game that was never built from the ground up for difficulty spectrum. Difficulty spectrum doesn't square with every game. It's not as easy as just giving you more health and the enemies less health or making the enemies do less damage and you do more damage. Not every game exists on that spectrum. And even if it did, that isn't within their intentions. It's their game. It's their art. And if they want to make it this way, that's their prerogative. Don't buy it if that's what you're looking for. As always, if you like these SNTR updates, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next one. And I'll see everybody else right now. You guys are the absolute best. Oops, wrong scene. You guys are the absolute best. Thank you for being here to kick off another From Friday. We appreciate you being here so, so much. We are going to continue to cover Elden Ring every Friday leading up to the game's launch and then play a From Software game in the afternoon. So we appreciate the turnout already. Would love to hear y'all's thoughts on this. Uh, if you're concerned, you know, about if, you know, is the game going to be hard, easy, whatever. Oh, I'd mess up the Halo display. Hang on. That's going to drive me crazy. When those little LEDs peek out, like it's going to, it's going to absolutely drive me nuts. <laughs> Like the entire stream, I'm going to be like, no, no, I can't have that. Uh, Make sure and smash the like button. Give us our first 100 likes. Uh, Did Butterfly click? So I was playing Madam Butterfly last night. And after you told me uh, what you told me, after you told me what you told me, I didn't have a chance to go back and apply it. I, I am not deflecting. I am merely, what I was basically doing, Eugene, is I know there's a couple of her attacks that I can fully block and then get the um, whatever it is, what's it called when you when you block and then swing when they're done, or you dodge and then you swing when you're done dodging. I'm basically just doing that, and I was just whittling her health down. Undefin- oh, sorry, Christina. Uh, oh, sorry, Discord. I'm here. Um, that's basically what I was doing. Counterattack, that's it. So I was basically using dodge for her aerial stuff and I was using I was using the counter attack after blocking when she would do she's got one where she swings swings and she foot stomps um so I would just like block 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 counter attack is what I was doing and then when she would go up into the air and do her her red attacks I would just I would just dodge or run out of the way and then circle back on her and hit her that's all I was doing which running in that game seems like it might be super cheesy for some fights. Like you can literally just run circles around her and the drunkard if you want. It would take forever. It's not the right way to do it, but it's ridiculously effective. <laughs> um, she's an old woman. Her posture is weak. Right, right. Certainly doesn't feel that way. <laughs> it certainly doesn't feel that way when I'm pl- when you're playing against her. Yo, it's good, Dusty. How are you? You could also shuriken her red attack. It interrupts her great. See, I remember doing that when I played her the first time. I do. I remember playing her the first time and doing that. 
and that being like a uh, that being like a, a strategy that I used. Um, hang on, I'm on the wrong account, so I want to start a poll for you guys. Uh, let's start a poll. The rhythm of the fight feels like a dance. Um, hang on, I gotta reload chat. Uh, the rhythm of the fight feels like a dance. I mean, all of them do. Yeah, the drunkard didn't really feel like a dance, you know? Uh, Elden Ring. Are you worried it will be too easy? Yes or no? Yes or no? Are you worried it'll be too easy? I'm curious. Elden Ring easy mode is just like a continued thing. Like the Elden Ring gameplay that everybody got to experience, I'm constantly hearing folks being like, oh, it's going to be too easy. It's going to be too easy, right? Um, Look what arrived in UK. I got a Dark Souls weapon for sure. What did I do? Oh, that's great, Hilly. I'm glad that it made it to you. I like that Sekiro meme. That is so good. That is so good, Fuzzy. So no blind boss fights in the Sekiro playthrough? No, 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 Diaz. I have played the game before up to Madam Butterfly, and so I am merely playing off-stream on a separate save just to get my bearings. I'm not going to I'm not going to drudge ahead and practice. I don't have time for that for the most part because what that would require is I'd have to beat them all twice to maintain progress. I did that with Dark Souls. Like I beat the tree off stream and I was like, "Okay, the game started to click." And so, once I feel like the game has clicked, I won't feel the need to play off stream. I did that with Dark Souls. I played off stream for a little bit, was just practicing, running through some areas, and then I went and fought the tree, and when I beat him off stream while uh while having drinks, I was like, "Okay, I think I can get in the hang of it. I think I can get the hang of this." Um as I drove into work this morning after finishing up yesterday's AMA, I thought about how far you've come uh, since first finding you back in 2016. Then I got to the part of the video where you broke down. Uh, you made me cry. So for that, this goose-loving Canadian curl is out. I'm sorry, Christina. I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to happen. I, I kind of came out of nowhere. Um, Souls veterans, uh, I think, forget they are vets sometimes. Ultimately, that's what I think everybody's sort of, you know dealing dealing with Elden Ring gameplay, right? Elden Ring gameplay is likely easier, more accessible, more smooth around the edges for experienced Dark Souls players, right? Like, you're going to be able to jump in and just like certain things are going to click, certain things are going to make sense to you. You're not going to be confused about attacks and dodges and and parries and blocks like you already know how all that uh all that's gonna be like you know what i mean it it's any game is like that the first time like you have to admit I, i i would wager to say that when you jumped into dark souls 3 if you were an experienced dark souls fan dark souls 3 was probably a little easy on the first couple runs and i can give you an example what's good feed When I played Dark Souls 3, I had already played through the beginning. I had played through the beginning and beaten the first couple of bosses a long time ago. Maybe not a long time ago, about about less than a year ago, I played the beginning of Dark Souls 3. And when I went back, it was super easy. I was like, this guy, this guy, this guy, I know what to do. And I'm not even a big Dark Souls guy. Like, but having played Dark Souls 3 one time, like two or three play sessions, it made the beginning 
silly easy. The first boss, the first areas, it was like, now some of that's because you know what's coming, but I don't know. I, I just, people looking at Elden Ring gameplay and thinking that like, oh yeah, yeah, it's just going to be so easy. I just don't think so. I think you're coming at it with experience and you're misinterpreting what we would call um, I guess you would call it finesse from experience. Like, you already have some of the finesse. You already have some of the awareness, right? Between the strength of magic, the summoning, and the spells that allow you to summon NPCs, the early game looks much more accessible. Get people in and hooked, and then kick their teeth in. That's exactly what I think is likely going to be the plan, Eugene, especially since they're going with a more open-world game. You'll be able to just run past stuff if you don't want to do it or it feels too hard. Why do Souls games don't have an end game? Oh, they have an end game. You can do new game plus. You can do all kind of stuff. I was recently playing uh, DKS2, and I think the only thing that ever killed me was falling hazards. Um, it was the never forget to ride a bike kind of effect. That's what I mean. Like, you've been conditioned. And it's good to see you in live chat, Donut. Usually you have to wait and, like, leave your comments after the fact. Um, yeah, Dark Souls conditioning. Yeah, like... You've been conditioned. You kind of know what to do and what to expect, you know? And, I mean, I'll be honest. Look at my playthrough of Dark Souls 3, okay? I did not really ever struggle with any of the bosses. Do you want to know why? Because I had the experience of the audience helping me. I got experience by osmosis, and it helped make Dark Souls 3 be very approachable And I wouldn't say it was easy, but if you honestly think, if you honestly think that I I would have done that off stream, no way, no way, absolutely not. Some of those areas would have beat me. I would have been broken. I'm like, I just, I would, I would get so irritated. Um, trying to find the Spider-Man shirt he wore yesterday. I thought the link was supposed to take you right to the appropriate collection. No, it was a Christmas one, and that one's from, like, the Marvel Christmas. So just go to 80s Tees and click on their Christmas collection, and then there's a Marvel section that you should be able to click on. Um, um, uh, you heard him chat. We can't help him anymore. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I can, f- I can probably find it for you, D-Tom. Because um, if you go to browse all of our Christmas gear... And then you scroll down, there is t-shirts and gifts, there's vacation, Christmas story, ugly Christmas sweaters, Christmas shirts from TV, video games, here, superhero. Oops, that's Deadpool. (laughs) They have one that's just like it. Uh, Here, I'll give you two links, alright? There's a superhero Christmas collection, and that has a Deadpool one, just like the Spider-Man one that I wore, and then... Here you go. There you go. There's the Spider-Man one from yesterday. I'm going to finish my third playthrough this weekend and start a fourth. Yeah, there's definitely Endgame in From Software Games. 100%. 100%. Um, I played the test for Elden. I killed Boss with three Magic Sword art attacks. Right. And, okay, so I guess the question is, Cyber, if you guys are new and you're tuning in and you want to discuss some Elden Ring gameplay, make sure you're subscribed so you can talk in chat. Take our poll... Uh, you know, Elden Ring, are you worried it will be too easy? Everybody's saying no, okay? So, Cyber, do you think that experience that you had, you know, you jump into Elden Ring gameplay, and you kill a boss with three magic sword art attacks. 
do you think that's going to translate into oh yeah the whole game i'm just going to i'm just going to phone it in with magic i'm going to phone it in with whatever it is that you used i don't think so i'm not even you and i just i just don't think so i don't think that's the reality of the game I think early game, if you're aware and you come up with a really strong build, you'll probably have no problem with, you know, some of the, uh, some of the fights and some of the encounters, right? You'll probably have no problem, but I don't think it's going to carry you through the game. What's good, Dr. Budster? Is it open world boss or fog area boss? Yeah, there is a difference between open world bosses and fog area bosses. That is, that is true. Donut says the real meat of the Souls easy mode discussion is that games already have easy modes, but it's tied to items. Magic is always an easier time. Co-op is an easy co-op is an easier time. Etc. Etc. Right. Right. Um. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Uh. Eugene is by far the Sekiro expert. I love it. Yeah. 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 He's gonna be our expert when I'm in Sekiro. I already beat the dragon. No hit. No dodge. No weapon. Punching only. So, <laughs> the open world element is going to mess people up, says Coyote. In what way, Coyote, do you think it's going to mess people up? Um, okay, so Cyber beat an open world boss with three magic sword art attack. Right. Dark Souls 3 first boss, you can basically four shot with magic if you cheese it. Not sure where, where this trepidation of Elden Ring is coming from. Elite, elitist Elitist says, The main boss in Elden Ring felt like a Dark Souls 3 kind of difficulty, but the other bosses, quote-unquote, the ones in the dungeons, felt just like tougher enemies, not bosses, not deserving health bars and fog walls. Do you think that that's because they're in the early game? Like, aren't you going to go, I would imagine you would go to later stage stuff and it would get significantly harder, right? Like... You're going to go into an early environment and, and those those bosses in those dungeons and the bosses in the dungeons, are they meant to be the same as like the big guy with 18 hands and, and two axes? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I knew you were kidding. Uh, oh, Sven, you're talking to somebody else. Just going to say this. I never pre-ordered a game, but Elden Ring really gets me close, right? Eugene says, off topic, but Sony and Microsoft heads are questioning... Uh, and pushing back against Activision and Kodak. Good to see industry leaders push back against them. Uh, you can't take off the platforms that sell the games. Right, right. Yeah, Creature and I were talking about that last night. I don't think they're going to turn their back on Call of Duty money, but they're certainly going to apply pressure to get that guy the frick out. Um, Ashen says, That Zuli the Witch vid makes an amazing comparison between Breath of the Wild and Elden Ring's loot system, saying Ashes of War and Weapon Arts makes you want to collect everything. That gets me really excited about Elden Ring gameplay. Like, if I'm running around and feeling a sense of collection, oh, I love that in a game. I love that. I personally can't wait for it to be harder. Hoo-ya. Yeah, I, I... If... Listen, listen. If I'm going on record, I'm going on record and saying from software almost wants all of you Dark Souls veterans to feel like you've got swagger and confidence and then they're going to pull the rug out from under you. I genuinely think that that's going to happen, right? Maybe because it's a starting area. Right. They want you... Like, think about what they've done. They just let a bunch of people play a junk ton of Elden Ring, okay? 
And a lot of the veterans are saying, I don't know, man, it felt a lot easier, da-da-da. They're probably rubbing their, rubbing their hands together thinking like, sure, think that. <laughs> we want you to think that. You go right ahead and think that this is going to be easier. <laughs> Just wait. You know, you're going to get halfway through the game and be like, I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. I broke two controllers already. You know, Kane says that's what I want, right? You could be fighting a boss and other enemies could roam into your battle. Sh- true. Donut says, looking at how the six Souls games have progressed so far, it seems that each game is always harder than the last. They can't help but ante it up. Yo, Insomniac with a $5 tip. Pokemon cards are in the mail and on their way to you. They should arrive Monday. I really appreciate that, dude. My kids will be absolutely thrilled. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, you guys ordered, like, I think 11 or 12 orders of coffee yesterday. A bunch more coffee orders were rolling in during the AMA. Thank you for that. Uh, who's going to be our first coffee order of the day? Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. Today is probably the last day you'll be able to order it for about a week. We will have orders disabled on Monday because Monday will be the last day that I stream and then I'll take the remainder of the week of Thanksgiving off. So if you are trying to order coffee, this is not FOMO, this is not pressure. I'm being serious. If you're trying to order coffee and you're worried about like, you know, running out next week or something, you need to order before Monday. You can order over the weekend, that's fine, but you need to order before Monday, okay? Because Monday I'll be streaming, but I'm going to have creature disable orders because your order is just going to sit for a week, and I don't want that, okay? So orders will be re-enabled once I come back, all right? So today through Sunday, you can get your orders in, no problem. My wife will make sure all that gets shipped on Monday, but then I'm not having, I'm not going to have her like printing labels and trying to ship stuff when we're, when we're traveling. That's just, we're not doing that, Okay. Distorted says, no, Lono, I am not worried Elden Ring will be too easy. I'm worried it'll be too amazing. Now, Distorted, I have a a planned talk that I'm not going to tell you what it's going to be about, but it's going to touch on that. I I don't let people know my topics ahead of time. It's going to touch on that. Everything I've seen from Elden Ring gameplay, I'm like, oh boy. That really drove, drove my theory. If you guys missed last week's talk, I'm like, I think they're building this game for live service. I think they're building this game for long term. Like, Elden Ring DLC will likely not be the same way that it was with Dark Souls. What's the streaming schedule like next week? Monday, and then that's it. You get me on Monday, and that's it. So, Tuesday through Friday, you guys will have to figure something out, because I'll be... It's it's a holiday week anyway, so viewership usually plummets because people are traveling for the holidays, so we won't be missing out on much. Not much will be going on, and, you know, people will be traveling for Thanksgiving. I guarantee Elden Ring will be easier than Dark Souls 3. You guarantee it? Really? Really? Because I just beat Dark Souls 3, and are you think? but hang on though, Fairy Man, are you thinking specifically like Nameless King, Nameless King's area, do you know what I'm saying? Because those areas are a little like the optional areas. There are some optional areas in Dark Souls 3 that obviously are brutal. You know what I mean? Then he says, I think the network test difficulty was dialed back. So when we get our hands on the game at release, it'll be more of a kick in the face. Also possible. Five days of Frickmas idea. Five days of from Frickmas from soft games during the holidays. Oh, golly. Yo, what's good, Derek? Elden Ring gameplay, I swear, first 10 hours will be fine, and then it'll be crazy, which is what I like. I'm seeking platinum. 
Nameless King isn't that bad, really. I'm curious, Fairyman, why are you saying you guarantee Elden Ring will be easier than Dark Souls? Is it the magic? Is it the classes? Is it the summoning? Is it the open world nature of the game? Donut says, I don't think Elden Ring will be easier. I get the feeling it might be shorter to compensate for the open world, though. No. I don't think that at all. I think it's going to be huge. Fairyman says, no, all of it. You did well, Lona, with the game, but you, me, and everyone will find it easier. Open world version of games are always easier. I actually hope... I, I, I appreciate you making your prediction. Because if you end up being wrong, I'm pretty sure you'll you'll admit it. You'll be like, no, I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong, Lono. Yeah, that fifth boss is an absolute monster. I don't know. It's it's brutal, right? I don't think the open world is, is gonna is gonna make the game shorter or easier. And here's why. Donut, did you see Fextra Life's video and their commentary on how they dumped 70 hours into what they estimate is one twelfth or one tenth between one tenth and one twelfth of the map. I don't see how that's going to make the game shorter or smaller. And if their experience is such a small slice, I really don't know if that means it'll be easier either. You, some of these areas are going to be nuts. I don't know. I want you to think about from software doing an open world game, bro. You're going to be like riding on your little cow through a forest and there's going to be like a monkey with like a lightning bolt whip that's going to like drop out of the trees and like bind you up. And you're like, where did that come from? Like something like that's going to happen. Do you know what I'm saying? I kind of agree with that thinking says brutal. Overall, the open world area is easier. The dungeons will be that traditional Dark Souls difficulty. I mean, I'm not going to debate that. The open world might be more approachable because they want you to be able to traverse and get from place to place. But once you drill down into a dungeon or an area or a fight, I don't think it's going to be easy, right? Think about the, the fights, the boss fights. When you go through the fog wall, you're not in the open world anymore. So the open world principle of like, it's a little more spread out, it's a little more approachable, and it's therefore easier. That doesn't apply once you're in a fog wall. As soon as you go through that fog wall, baby, it's on. It's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. You're not, it's not gonna be easy. Some folks have broken out of the test area and are finding some interesting things like a very angry bear. Oh. <laughs> An open world game with ball breaking difficulty all over the map would be not fun. Right, you want to be able to travel 100 yards and not be like, well that sucked. That's why Salt and Sanctuary didn't land on me. Salt and Sanctuary is basically like a Souls game, but it's a platformer. And the reason it was so frustrating is because like, like you always were getting funneled through areas and you didn't know if you were supposed to be there or not and every area was as punishing as the last and you were like, I'm sick of this. An open world can kind of let you breathe a little bit, right? If you're new and just tuning in and you're interested in Elden Ring gameplay, the, you know, the Elden Ring easy mode debate or discussion, I'm curious what you think. Vote in the poll at the top of the chat. Do you think Elden Ring is going to be easy? Are you worried? Yes or no? Make sure and smash the like button. You got to be subscribed to talk in my chat. I am a safe for work broadcaster, so you can subscribe in confidence. Fairyman says, We should look at the evolution of game companies. They start off small with great ideas, then they become big and look to cater to everyone to maximize profits. I think From Software might be approaching the threshold, but the game still looks great. 
Yeah, I, I, I can see a thread of that fairy man. It's not the whole canvas, okay? It's not the whole canvas, but I can certainly see a thread of that in Elden Ring. The Elden Ring map size is insane, and that is appealing to people. Is it not? Like a big open world game is more of a mainstream concept. It's more of a mainstream marketing point, and I can see that thread in Elden Ring. From software games, typically pretty linear, pretty cryptic and confusing and mazy, and they're like, no, 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 let's do an open world. Let's treat it like it's going to have that Breath of the Wild, you know, Immortals Phoenix Rising feel with as far as like size, scope, and traveling. I don't think that at all, says Donut. From Software has proven a pedigree, and they were around for like 15 years before they released Demon Souls. Knight says, I'm curious how mounts are going to make long runs between bonfires or running for souls. It might be a pain point if you screw up. Maybe. Maybe. But... There's also fights where, like, it looks like you might actually have to fight on your mount. I don't know if you're going to have an option for some of the fights. I don't know if that's true or not, but it seemed like some of the fights, you're like, you got to do it on the mount. (laughs) I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You got to have some respite or respite. I'm not sure how to say that. I always always say respite, but I thought it was respite for the longest time. You got to have some respite. Besides, an entire world of constant lethal brutality really wouldn't make much sense. We don't need constant hellscape. Right. That is a really good way of putting it. I said something similar when I got tired of the Call of Duty campaigns, and this was essentially what I said. I said that if everything is always turned up to 11, it doesn't it doesn't feel intense anymore because you kind of get numb to it, right? You get a little numb to it. You're constantly getting shot. There's constant explosions. There's constant swearing and screaming and running and... Ah! And then I compared that to Rainbow Six Siege, where you did like the terrorist hunt or whatever. And there were dynamics to the experience. Slow, stealthy planning, sneaking in, gadgets, planting, and then all of a sudden, the intensity rises. And that intensity feels a whole lot more potent because the lead-up is very calm. In a similar fashion, in Elden Ring, Elden Ring gameplay will likely have that experience. You're going to have some areas that you're like, yeah, this area is not so bad. If you go kind of stealthy or if you take your mount and you kind of run around the right, you know, the right side, it's not so bad. But this area over here, this area over here sucks. It's super tough. It's really hard. They've got like a bog and your mount gets stuck and then some lizard eats you and spits you out and now you can't heal and the lizard's like invisible like there's you know what i'm saying there's going to be areas that you loathe and hate and there's going to be areas where you're like well this isn't so bad and the areas that are hard or challenging or frustrating they're going to have more punch if it's not like that the entire time if it's like that that the entire time number one it just becomes drudgery and number two it doesn't feel as potent it feels like well the whole dadgum game is like this right Ferryman says, let's look at Rockstar, the company that creates beauty and then releases the GTA trilogy. I don't know if that's the fairest comparison. I get what you're saying, but maybe let's wait until GTA 6 comes out. I mean, it's hard for them to put GTA 5 down. The dadgum game prints money. They're like, what's going on over there in GTA 5? How's the uh, how's the game going? How's the community going? Oh, here, here's a million dollars in the last five minutes. Thank you. Um... um so, yeah, I 
that I don't think that's the fairest comparison because the GTA trilogy, you know, the GTA trilogy is is obviously you know is is a port and it's a disaster and we 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 don't even really quite understand what exactly happened, right? Um, I can think of maybe one game I've loved where there's a long section that doesn't let up and just gets harder, and the sweet relief when you get to the lull. You talking about Battletoads? <laughs> Talking about Battletoads. GTA 6 doesn't exist. Well, no, it doesn't exist. I was saying that I understand why they haven't made it yet. Because GTA 5 just prints money. SNTR Shorts is almost at 2,000 subscribers. It is. It is. It's getting there. Swampberry for Elden Ring is going to be an entire open world. Right? Right? (laughs) Dark Souls have the worst places like the slums toxic areas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're saying that it'll never exist? It'll never will? Well, that now I don't believe that. They've already indicated they're in the beginning stages of planning it, so. I don't believe that. No, Battletoads never ever lets up, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Battletoads is, is hell from beginning to end. You know, the opening area is not too bad, you know. Is that the pause screen? That's the pause screen, isn't it? Or not the pause screen, it just freezes. <laughs> uh, that needs to be a ringtone for somebody's phone, you know? CD Projekt Red, Witcher 1, okay. Witcher 2, getting better. Witcher 3, mastered it. Uh, Cyberpunk, sell our soul. Uh, I, there's a little revisionist history going on here, Fairyman. Just a little. I understand the trajectory you're painting, but you're revising history a little bit. Witcher 3 was not a beautiful painting when it came out all right it was uh, it was rough now there was a good game underneath i will grant you that there was a good game underneath but it was rough when it came out it was not the paragon of development that everybody looks back on everybody looks back on witcher 3 now as if like it's like this paragon game and it is but not for the reasons that your little trajectory might have made it seem. Your trajectory makes it seem as if, like, Witcher 3 landed as an award-winning, masterful game, and it simply just wasn't. It just was not. And uh, it got there, and they treated their community very well, and they were really gracious and awesome with their DLCs, and it was also a self-published game that they paid for with a grant from the government. So they were able to patch that ship up and deliver DLC and be awesome because they had money that they didn't, like, they weren't paying back some, like, angry publisher, you see? I missed the release of Witcher 3, so I missed the bugs. Activision Blizzard used to make great games, and now they just rip off their consumers. I'm not going to disagree with the trajectory. I, I think there is a trend and can be a trend in the industry. So, but I don't know if I, I think some game companies are immune to that, homie. I do. I think some companies are immune to it. They just keep cranking out the goods. I think From Software is one of those companies that they just, they just keep cranking out the goods. I think Hideo Kojima is another person that's immune to that trajectory. He just keeps cranking out the goods. Dude, when he pitched. Death Stranding and the art direction and the idea of that game to somebody they were probably like you're friggin crazy bro that no no <laughs> no and Hideo was like it's what I'm making I, I do now this this gets to cult this does get to, to a cultural degree it does okay there's a cultural thing at play here because 
when you think about the history of video games, okay, the 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 founder the founder of From Software is uh, now Tashi Zin. Okay, he is a Japanese game designer, and he founded From Software in 19. 19- 86. Okay. So you go back that far, and if you think about Nintendo and how Nintendo has protected their, protected their property to a pretty aggressive degree, and the quality of, like, the Mario games and the Zelda games, okay, generally very good. Generally not an over-commercialized... Now you have, like, well, they put Mario in everything. Sure, but to the, for the most part, when it's a Mario game, it's good. Even if it's Mario Tennis, it's a good tennis game, okay? So... There's a cultural thing at play here. It's, it's, it is. I think it's an East meets West philosophy. A, it, it, Japanese culture, customs, philosophies, religion, and thought is very much rooted in honor, shame, and so they will not budge from a standard. Their standards are rigid. Um, now, not all the time, but the, the, these are trends in the culture, right? To have very rigid standards and high expectations, and and they very much stick to to their customs and their traditions. And there is a certain amount of uh, respect I think you can have for that. Now, you look at America, you look at the West, and we're a baby country with ever changing philosophies and worldviews and the and the cultural zeitgeist is different every 10 years. We you know what I'm saying? Like our standards in television and entertainment and what we think is right or wrong is is different every couple of months, you know. If you've been on Twitter long enough, you know that the wrong tweet from 10 years ago can be the end of your career in the present. Why? Because it's just always changing, always changing. And I think that drives the economic philosophy and some of the push in development to be like, do what's popular, do what's going to be commercially successful. And you can clearly see in Hideo Kojima and in From Software, they're not really doing that. Like, if you really look at Elden Ring and you really look at, like, Death Stranding, no, they are not bending to the trends. Now, the only thing you could say about Elden Ring is like, well, I mean, look at the open world. But that's not really bending to a trend. There's plenty of games that do open world. I mean, Death Stranding's an open world, right? So, I, I don't, I'm not worried. It's weird to say, I don't think there's any malice in saying this, that like, if a Japanese developer is behind the game, you probably can have more confidence that it's going to stay locked into its lane more rigidly than if it's a Western developer. I, I think that's I think that that's true. I think that's a fair statement. And again, this is based on like, hundreds of years of of culture and customs and backgrounds that is still influencing the business practices in Japan today. I, I do. I think it affects their view of their work, of their art, and of the games they make. I do. I think it has a huge influence. The legend goes that Miyazaki turned down an incredibly lucrative white-collar job to work as a designer. Dude's just a man's man. Frankly, going open-world could be from software taking on as a challenge. Could we make a great open-world game? Let's try it out. They've also said they're interested in a live-service game. I don't think that's them bending to the commercial winds. I think they're saying, yeah... That's that's a great way to subsidize projects. Can we do it in our way? Can we do it on our terms? 
the thing about Death Stranding that impresses me the most is that it's a game that harkens back to the create the creativity of late 90s games. It's anti-formulaic in today's landscape. Right. And you'll never I don't think you'll see very many big American studios doing that. They don't they just don't have that in their blood. It's not in their DNA, right? Is Konami a Japanese developer? Uh Konami? Uh yeah. I well aren't they a publisher though? There's Bandai Namco and then there's Konami. Konami's a publisher, is it not? I just love that they went all out with build customization in Elden Ring. Uh, that's what was missing in Sekiro. Right, right. We're going to be playing Sekiro this afternoon, so if you're interested in Elden uh, Elden Ring gameplay, this is from Friday. So every Friday here on SNTR Gaming, it's dedicated to From Software. We're going to be covering topics and discussing Elden Ring all the way up to its launch, and then we'll be playing Sekiro in the afternoons. I just recently beat Dark Souls 3, final boss fight wasn't my best my best moment i was very i didn't like it that much i got pretty irritated but we just recently beat dark souls 3 now we may go back to optional areas in dark souls 3 like nameless king or dlc areas but we have moved on to sekiro so if you're a fan of from software make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button we love seeing names in chat that we really don't see during the week during the week this talk show covers new world or halo we covered lost ark uh, we're covering a lot of different games and gaming news. Konami is a publisher and a creator. They do both. Yeah, I'm fairly certain they're based out of Japan. I'm, I'm fairly certain that they are. Um, and they obviously are the ones that had the all the weird stuff with, with Kojima. It looked like they were totally in the wrong. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, we got a piece of what happened. We, we you know... We don't necessarily know every jot and tittle, but it did seem that they they treated Kojima pretty poorly, as well as his property pretty poorly, and it's good that he's on his own now and working with Sony. I think Sony and Kojima are a match made in heaven. I think their platform and their vision and philosophy for the games they want, I think that is just the perfect dovetail with the genius that is Kojima. And I remember everybody talking about how Death Stranding looks stupid and people only liked it because of his name. And I'm like, no, I I think it looks interesting because it looks interesting. Like, most trailers are hype and cars exploding and, you know, some gritty, you know, lead guy being like, you know, smoking a cigarette and being like, yeah, gotta get back in. Like that's it was so not cliche. It was it was everything that games right now are not. That's why I found it interesting. He's working with Microsoft. No, he's no, he's not. No, he's not. Kojima's. What, what do you mean? Death Stranding is a PlayStation game. He is. I'm fairly certain his development is backed by Sony at this time. Dominus Regius with a tier two membership. Thank you so much. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. Thank you for opting to do a tier two. If you guys want to support the channel directly, subscribing is free. The join button is a membership, and that is paid. Death Training was a slow start for me, but once you get in, you're in. Keep up. What do you mean, keep up? What's he working with Microsoft on? When did that switch happen? They just released the Death Stranding Director's Cut. What's he, What project is he working on with Microsoft? Are they... Was the, is the Death Stranding a limited exclusivity? Not Death Stranding, but he is working with Microsoft. Microsoft just completed the pur- purchase of Japan, the country. 
Hideo Kojima Xbox Cloud game. Oh, he's working on them with a cloud-based video game. Hideo Kojima and Microsoft are reportedly making a cloud-based video game. Oh, I hadn't seen that yet. I hadn't seen that news. Now, that doesn't mean that they're that they're funding his company, Kojima Productions or whatever it's called. Um, I, I thought for certain that that was like partially funded or owned by Sony. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Death Stranding is a Sony game, but he's doing an Xbox game too. Just because he's working with Microsoft, I would be interested. What's it called? Kojima... Is it, it's Kojima Productions. Is that the name of the company? It was founded in December. Its parent company is Konami Digital Entertainment, but that ended in 2015. So who's the parent company now of Kojima Productions? You're doubting again? Come on, it's Microsoft. I'm not doubting that Microsoft's involved. I just, you you made it sound like, oh yeah, he's, I thought you were saying that he's like owned by them or something. Uh, Does it have a parent company right now? Independent reformation. Okay, here here we go, here we go. Um... On December 16th of 2015, in a joint announcement with Sony Entertainment, Kojima announced that his company would be reestablished as an independent studio with artist Yoji Shinkawa and producer Kinichiro uh, Imaizumi. The studio announced that it would develop a new franchise for the PlayStation 4. Okay, so he's independent. And then, and then Sony funded Death Stranding. Got it, got it, got it. It was released on Sony Entertainment. In 2019, the PC version was released by 505 Games on Windows. Okay, okay. So he's completely independent. All right, there you go. I When that announcement hit, I thought Sony was scooping up Kojima Productions. I misunderstood the announcement at the time. I The way they phrased it, right? The way they phrased it, I was like, oh, they scooped him up, which... I'm surprised they haven't done that. He may be like, y'all ain't buying me. I don't want to get into the same problem I ran into last time. (laughs) You know. Um, The network classes will not be the classes upon release. So when Elden Ring gameplay, Elden Ring release date happens, crash, will they be trickled out or will there be more? Maybe uh, he'll get Rick Grimes on the Xbox game. (laughs) Yeah, right. Was Death Stranding built on a new engine or same as Metal Gear? I don't think it was a new engine. I think it was an updated version of an engine they had worked in before. I'd rather Kojima just do his thing and not be tied to anyone. Exactly, he wants creative control. It makes perfect sense that he's not owned by anybody. I just, when I remember the announcement, I interpreted it the wrong way, basically. Okay, your display delivery is scheduled for today. Okay, I swear to frick, if you guys do it again today, I went back and looked, and they had... This is just how stupid their system is. It was my address, and then for address lines 2 and 3 was city and state. And I'm like, nobody looked at that and and figured it out? Whatever. The game engine he uses is the Decima, which is a Guerrilla Games engine that Sony owns. Oh, really? That's encouraging for Horizon Forbidden West then because everything we've heard about that is that they're really pushing that game and it's that it's that engine. Um, 
If you guys are just tuning in and you're interested in Elden Ring gameplay, I have a poll at the top of the chat. I want to know what you think. Elden Ring, are you worried it will be too easy? 345 votes already. Thanks for the great vote turnout on the poll. Thank you for the strong turnout in the audience. We weren't really sure about covering from software exclusively every Friday and Elden Ring being, you know, not coming out for a while. So we appreciate you guys tuning in. If you want to see from software coverage and Elden Ring coverage and gameplay and all that continue, make sure you're here on Fridays to really help these these days go well. Uh, That is something that we're very encouraged by. So hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and hit that like button if you haven't already. We appreciate you guys being here. I love seeing new names in chat as well. I love seeing people in chat that aren't here really uh, during the week for the other coverage. That is awesome. If you subscribe to the channel and you generally only show up on Fridays, that is totally fine with me. <laughs> that support is is a form of support, and we appreciate that. Donut says, Elden Ring classes are just like starting profiles in Souls games. It's hard to even really call them classes. I just like the prophet. He has like a wheel around his neck. I'm like, what the frick is that? (laughs) He has like a friar tuck haircut and then like a wheel around his neck. I'm like, what is, why? What is that? (laughs) Is that like a form of like self-flagellation or something? Like what is going on? There will be more classes at launch. Okay, so the Elden Ring classes, there'll be more of them at launch. Same thing with the Elden Ring map size. Like, the map size currently in the in the network test is not the whole thing, so it makes sense. Yo, what's good, Chess Pain? I need my Nero Chaos build in Elden Ring, right? What's good, Randall? How are you? <clears throat> Donut says, he probably got too much bargaining power. He's a dev celebrity. That's true. That's true. I am still slightly laggy in New World. Is it normal in cities? Yes, Monochrome. You'll get a little hitchy in cities. There's a lot of people there. It's a lot to render and process. So, uh, Don't question it, Lono. It's a style choice. <laughs> uh, a reliable leaker says there will be 12 Elden Ring classes, right? Cleric, Pyromancer, Herald, Mercenary, Warrior. Nice attempt, though. Just seven more missing. So seven are missing according to a reliable Elden Ring leak that there will be a total of 12. It's been fun catching up on your past from Fridays. Props to you, dude, for using the broadsword on difficult bosses. I, I, if, if people would shed their ego a little bit, because I know some of you Souls guys get a little bit of an ego. If you shed your ego a little bit, I think you would respect how inexperienced I am and how bad my build was for some of those fights (laughs) like just me being a stubborn mule just going in and just doing my best to just brute like make it work not brute force but like use my brute raw determination to like force my way through fights like come on give me give me a little bit of credit here (laughs) a not very experienced non-Dark Souls player just like beating his head through the game with a friggin' broadsword and then a, and then well at the end I felt like the katana I felt like the katana changed things for me you know what I'm saying Lono just loves the face tank damage I yeah I'm stubborn man I'm friggin' stubborn I take it personal I do I take it very personal when they hit me <laughs> uh, that's brute force you just described brute forcing no 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 brute forcing meaning 
you don't do it in the way that it's intended. None of those fights have intended approaches. I don't think so. I don't think so. We don't respect, says Kane. <laughs> Chad, the broadsword enjoyer. You want Elden Ring to be easy, just go full magic. Magic's notoriously busted in Souls games. Sure, sure, sure. I, yeah, somebody said that this morning. Tronald says, I absolutely respect your effort. You did solid, my dude, but you complained about non-issues, I think. That's just part of the process. Are we going to pretend that all of you Dark Souls veterans didn't do the same thing in the privacy of your living room? What the... That's... This is... Come on. That's not fair. Come on. Don't sit here and act like you you calmly played through every Dark Souls and just accepted everything. Like, yes, that was completely legitimate. That hitbox is totally fair. And uh, yes, he, uh, he got me. No. <laughs> no. Can I have recordings of all of your first attempts, please? I would love to see how calm and resolved you were. <laughs> Get the frick out of here. Get out of here. That's part of the process. Souls veterans forget themselves, man. You forget yourself. You're like, can't believe this guy's complaining about that. Right, yeah, like you didn't complain about stuff your first time through or misread animations or not understand why you're getting hit. (laughs) The reason why magic is so efficient is that it's good damage at range. Range is the real secret. Running around with a bow also makes things way easier. Yeah, a lot of the bosses in Dark Souls 3, they they unless they had a, a mechanic to punish you for distance, a lot of the bosses were like, what do I do? He's far away. Like they didn't know what to do. <coughs> Their aggro circle, you know, was like 20 yards big. You get out of that 20 yards and they're like, huh? Let me just slowly walk over here. He'll come back. He'll come back, right? Is he going to come back? What's he doing over there? Like, they don't know what to do. <laughs> You're just outside of their aggro circle. Uh. You can't say damage is non-mitigatable when plenty of people no-hit run it. No-hit running doesn't mean there's not unmitigatable damage. There are flurries that lead to unmitigatable damage. That's a fact. If you get hit by the beginning of the flurry, the follow-ups are not mitigatable. Just because someone knows not to get close during certain animations or certain visual cues doesn't mean there aren't cheesy flourishes in the late game. Don't don't you start with me. Uh-uh. There is damage in that game that you simply cannot mitigate if you get caught by the beginning of the flurry. It's and I know people are like, well that's why it's, it's it's that's just by design. No, no. You should be able to interrupt or parry or combo breaker. Like, why can't I do that? I'm like, here comes the next hit. Come on, come on. Oh, half my health. Come on. Dark Souls 3 is relatively easy compared to Sekiro. Oh, yeah. Sekiro is friggin'. There's the if. Yeah, there's the if. So... That, to me, is a problem. Now, design philosophy, you might disagree with me. You'd be like, no, it's totally fine. If they initiate the animation and you know the flurry's coming, you need to get out of the flurry, okay? If you make a mistake or misstep and they catch you in the flurry, why can I not disrupt or get out of it? Why? Why is it guaranteed 60% of my health bar? (laughs) Juggle, 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 juggle. That's just a different of opinion. That's a different of design philosophy. 
I believe that one mistake should not lead to just automatic damage combos. You should be able to get out of it, break out of it, roll out of it, something. You know, it's one mistake. It's like the grabs. Oh my gosh, the From Software grabs can die in a fire. You're on the other side of planet Earth and they grab you. They're like, no, 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 no. It's like a vacuum cleaner. It's like they do their grab and your character like, like gets vacuum cleanered into their frigging hands. What? And then you lose half your health. Another example of like, that's not mitigatable. Like, oh, I made a mistake and they grabbed me. Half my health bar's gone. What? Yeah. Wait, can I do that to them? <laughs> well, you misstepped, dancer. Ha <laughs> ha. You made a mistake and I got behind you. Now, half your health is gone. <laughs> Come on. I do agree, stun locks unbalanced. That was my frustration in the late game, but the, 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 the dancer and the flurries in the final boss fight with Cinder. Come on. Don't do this automatic damage crap with me. Don't do that. It's one mistake. Usually because it leaves them open for giant damage if you dodge it. So you think, okay, so they, you, d- d- you're saying they create intrinsic balance where if you get out of the way of the flurry, there's a large window for you to damage them. Well, okay. I'm saying I disagree with what Lono said about it being harder. Oh, 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 oh. I didn't say it was harder. I was just reading chat, Kane. I think Sekiro is harder, but in a different way. I think Sekiro is harder for it to click, but once it clicks, it's not harder. Does that make sense? Like, Sekiro is weird. It's super weird, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's like a freaking 3D poster. You're like, what the, what? Why? Hey, what? What's happening? What's it? Oh, and then all of a sudden the game doesn't feel the same. Dark Souls 3... I don't know about the other two. Dark Souls 3, it didn't feel like it was that difficult to learn. It was just a matter of like, yeah, don't fat roll. And when you see the attack coming, roll out of the way. (laughs) Just roll out of the way, bro. (laughs) Sekiro's like, well, this boss has different posture. Its posture is, uh, it's based on the health. Oh, this boss, uh, you have to deflect to drain their posture. And when you drain their posture, you will be able to do a death blow. What the, what, huh? Like, huh? What'd you say? What does that mean? Dark Souls is just get out of the way and then hit them. Get out of the way and hit them. Get out of the way and hit them. Apply, rinse, repeat. Like Dark Dark Souls 3 is just easier to click with. That doesn't mean it's easier than Sekiro. It just it's easier to click with. It's just, it roll out of the way. Sekiro's like, yeah, you can't really do that with this boss. Can't really get away. Can't really dodge. Can't really whatever. Uh, don't forget your first. Oh my gosh, I don't know what to write on that. I was too busy this morning. Once Sekiro clicked, it really did click, and it was incredibly enjoyable. Right, that's what everybody says about Sekiro. Is that once it clicks, it's like, wow, this game's fun. It's not really hard. Not that it's not hard. You're probably still getting frustrated and dying at certain bosses. I could see Lona losing his mind with Gael. If you don't dodge him perfectly second phase, he gets you with chip damage. And yes, I love that fight. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Uh, We are discussing Elden Ring, Dark Souls, Sekiro. From Fridays is all day. Morning show, talk show, Sekiro gameplay in the afternoons. We're an hour into the show. Make sure you've taken the poll at the top. Elden Ring, are you worried it will be too easy? A lot of Elden Ring gameplay reveals are out there. You can see it. And some people are saying it seems too easy or that it's easier than the other games. 
I attribute most of that to experience and that the game will get ridiculously hard if you give it enough time, right? Uh, so I think Sekiro lets you enjoy more of the game. Sekiro's Spider-Man grappling hook makes all the between areas way more enjoyable. Yo, DP Sage coming in with the membership, second membership of the day. Thank you so much for clicking the join button. We are inching our way closer to 400 members over here, and we appreciate that. We did add a new a new emote yesterday, Lono Brain. I think if we get like another 100 members or something, or maybe 50, we'll have another emote. So thank you so much. Enjoy Lono Brain. Draxer says, the most problems that I had with Dark Souls 3 is atrocious cam work. Oh, I raged about that in a couple of videos. 90% of my deaths was because of instead of the uh, instead of the opponent, I saw my butt 24-7. Homie, I freaking lost it against Pontiff Sullivan. I had Pontiff Sullivan on the ropes my third try, and the camera freaked the frick out, and then I was dead. My third try... I had Pontiff Sullivan on the ropes. This guy's done for. And the camera's like, and I'm like, huh? Dead. It's like, what happened? And then one of the dancers of the Borealis or whatever, those guys can freaking die. Dancer of the Borealis. They're like, yeah, he's down here. Come down here around these steps. And he's in a closet. And you're like, what? And the camera's like, and you're dead. He's so fast. The camera doesn't even know what to do. They're like, we want you to fight a hurricane in a closet. Here you go. And it's just like the camera is like, what am I supposed to do in here? <laughs> the the set pieces in Elden Ring seem like when they give you a boss fight, it's a little more open, but then the dungeons are probably going to bring back the fighting a hurricane in a closet. You know what I mean? You locked on? Yeah, yeah. I know. Don't lock on shut up (laughs) shut up don't be an apologist (laughs) it's not the camera's fault you really shouldn't lock on oh because so the camera's so atrocious i shouldn't use an in-game mechanic that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) yeah the camera's so bad lono you should know not to use the camera really it's your fault (laughs) like buying a car and they're like really it takes left turns very very poorly so it's really your fault just take all right turns what 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 it's not it's not our fault it's not a it's not a design flaw in the car it's your fault don't take left turns like come on it's like what where's that logic come from insomniac black with a five dollar tip it warms the black lump of coal I call a heart that you're getting more coffee orders and memberships more frequently. The rudder is turning. Thank you, Insomniac. Yeah, the coffee orders have been super encouraging. You guys that order and reorder and order and reorder. Hey, look, the Rageous Roast makes great gifts, okay? Because you can get some for yourself and then snag an extra bag. Snag an extra bag for somebody. Introduce them to the what the... Introduce them to the to the to the Frickmas blend, maybe get them some for the holidays. The dark roast, they all have balanced acidity, which makes them super drinkable. A lot of the um, a lot of non coffee drinkers have enjoyed the light roast. They're like, I'm not even a coffee drinker, and the light roast is delicious. I'm telling you right now, light roast, and then get yourself some Italian sweet cream. It is. My wife said it the other day. She's like, I don't even like creamer. She's like, but there is something about the Rageous roast flavor with Italian sweet cream. She's like, it's like perfect. And she's not a creamer. She doesn't like putting creamer in her coffee. She usually just puts some froth milk in there. Yo, Christina with a tier two. Welcome back, Christina. Michael says, that theory checks out with software dev. 
you know that bug was there. Why did you click the button that caused it? <laughs> uh. The only time I don't lock on is for groups and squads. Right, 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 right. More like the e-brake is a feature in a car, so you're telling me I shouldn't pull it when turning corners. No, not quite. <laughs> not quite. No. <laughs> There's a group, hang on. There's a group of YouTube that does gaming comedy skits. One of their series is Souls Logic. Now that you've played, you'd probably get a kick out of them. Oh, I'm sure I would. Eugene hates it. He's like, you just look so stupid. You're just rolling around on the ground. You're, you're fighting a boss the size of a, you know, <laughs> size of a full grown tree, and you're just rolling around on the ground. <laughs> a giant ogre, you know? Two stories high, you're just rolling around on the ground, just somersaulting like a kid in tumbling class. <laughs> if I've never had coffee in my life, I should try the light roast with Italian sweet cream? Yes. And get the Coffee Mate Italian sweet cream. It's coffee Mate Italian sweet cream with the light roast. If you don't, if you've never had coffee before, that's your introductory coffee right there. That will, that'll get you in the door. That'll get you in the door. You hate rolling. I'm all about the dodge. Yeah, the way of the roly-poly. That's exactly right. Just rolling around on the ground, dude. (laughs) Some giant, ominous, terrifying boss. And you're like, somersault, somersault, somersault. And you're like, how is this effective? (laughs) How, how is this effective? You know, what is going on here? (laughs) Um. If you're if you're uh, if you're one of the newer subscribers, uh, if you're one of the newer subscribers, thanks so much uh, for being here. Uh, thank you so much for being here. We greatly appreciate it. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, do so so you can talk in the chat. You do need to be a subscriber to talk in chat, but it just keeps out the chat bots and the haters. And uh, we appreciate meeting new people. Justin said, "I would order some, but I just can't do caffeine. I can only drink coffee that's like eighty percent milk." Oh, I, yeah, caffeine's tough for people in the morning sometimes. I totally get that. Totally get that. I want you to continue Dark Souls Three. You need to see Madir. Now that is big. Yeah, I've heard about Madir. I love that name, by the way. It sounds like you're saying my dear, like Madir. <laughs> uh. Um. The evolution of graphic. Why am I getting these? Oh, it's a it's a newsletter from the like. There's these marketing companies that send me these newsletters, and they're helpful about like stuff going on in the gaming industry. But sometimes it's like, why am I getting this about graphic design? What the what? I got frustrated by La- uh, Lady Butterfly. Her combat is oh, she's horrible. She's like, you were just a puppy after she kills you. I'm like, you you freaking senior citizen. <laughs> I just want to see Lono go up against Nameless King. Here's the thing with From Fridays, okay? If you guys keep supporting From Fridays, then all of that will happen, okay? If Bloodborne gets remastered, there'll be a Bloodborne playthrough. We'll go back and do optional bosses like Nameless King and DLC. We'll go back and play Dark Souls 1. We'll go back and play the Demon Souls remaster. You guys keep supporting From Friday. You show up for the Elden Ring conversations, and when we play Elden Ring... I expect some I expect some good things from that. Then you got no worries. You'll get to see all that content. Lono freaking losing his mind playing Nameless King. You you freaking cheap, bro. Like you'll get it. 
You'll 100% get it. <laughs> Nameless King would probably be great to do right before Elden Ring since they share a similar aesthetic. I know, Donut. You've been like big, big, big evangelization in my comments after I'm done streaming. You're like, you really need to keep going and do all this other stuff. I'm like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> all in good time, my friend. All in good time. Good news is if he does Nameless King, then he has to do Champion Gunder to get there, and I think he's my favorite. I think a lot of people have said that it's like Gunder, Nameless King, and Madeer are like the three toughest in the game or something. You know? And then there's people like, he's not that difficult. I saw Dark Souls 3 for sale on Nintendo Switch, but I don't know. Oh, I don't know if I'd play it on the Switch. You gotta get solid 60 frames from a Souls game if you're gonna enjoy it. I, I know people are like, well, what about Bloodborne? I don't know. I don't know if I would play a Souls game on the Switch. Unless you've got a pro controller, and unless they've really optimized it, I'd be worried about frame drops in that. I don't know. I'd be really, really worried about frame drops. Gunner's the most fair fight. I think Lona would like him best. I really like Pontiff Sullivan. If there wouldn't have been camera freakouts, I really liked Pontiff Sullivan. I thought that fight was fair. I thought Dragon Armor was very fair. The guy with the arrows wasn't bad once I realized why I was jumping. Um, the guy with like shooting the arrows in the sky and then they would come raining down. Um, I liked that fight pretty well too. Um, I really wish, you know, Yorm was a legitimate fight and not a gimmick didn't like the dancer I thought she had too much she had too much stunlock trash as I called it in her fight she was beautifully designed I loved her false starts and her trickery but her her stunlock it, it just tilted the frick out of me and then cinder was great until I started really analyzing the fight and then I didn't like cinder cinder is amazing looking and I love his animations but the inconsistency on the ground with the with like just not rolling because you're on like a slight incline or you you touched a pebble get get the frick out of here there were so many times i took massive amounts of damage because i'm standing on like an uneven part of the ground i loved the the princes the 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 twin princes i thought that fight was phenomenal once i learned not to go in the room that early teleport was what was just getting getting me after i figured that out i love that fight twin princes was very enjoyable um, Gunder and Gaia like really encapsulate the feeling of success that Souls games give you. They're like battles of adversity. Personally, I hate Fried Fight. The third round is just horrible. Gale, Gunder, Madeer, Fried, any of those are awesome. Nameless King is just the wyvern that's hard. Huh. Sunlock Trash, you say? Check out Sister Fried. <laughs> The Dragon Slayer looked so dope, but those fireballs from the side, yeah, yeah, there was definitely a sound cue for Dragon Slayer's fireballs, so what you would have to do is, when you knew that was starting, I'd have to go to one side, and once I heard them, basically just roll all the way to the other side, and that was the best way to mitigate it. The fireballs were still stupid, like, they're coming from out of frame, they don't really have, like, a predictable pattern, I, I, just let me fight the boss, like, what is, you know, what is all this? But other than that, I thought Dragon Slayer was an amazing fight. His animations, his appearance... Um, he was, he was very, very fun. He's a fun fight. You gonna hit 60 in New World next week? Yeah, we should be able to hit 60 in New World, no problem. I'm in no hurry. I'm in no hurry. 
they just put a sh- you know new stuff into the game. We covered it, enjoyed it, and uh, you know we'll keep dipping our toes back in, keep covering the game. Yeah. If you guys are just tuning in, we are discussing Elden Ring, sneaking in easy mode. What do you think? If you're new, hit subscribe. That way you can talk in my chat and take my poll at the top of the chat there. Are you worried that Elden Ring will be too easy? There's some narrative within, you know, from software veterans saying they think Elden Ring is going to be too easy. We'd love to hear from you if you're new or maybe you subbed because of my Elden Ring coverage or my gameplay last week. Loving the Christmas shirt. Thank you. I don't do the Christmas thing early. I don't do that. I don't. We don't have like Christmas lights in the, in the, in the, in the studio or in the overlay or anything like that. However, 80s Tees has an amazing collection of Christmas shirts. And if you want to get them in time for December, now is the best time to order. So be sure to use my code if you order anything over there. They've got a Star Wars section, ugly Christmas sweater section. This is from their superhero collection. Their Christmas collection is amazing. So. You don't do it early, looks at the shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only reason I'm wearing it. I told him, I was like, if you send them to me in November, I can promote it so people can order. So that way they have the shirts for December. Miss you, Lono. Hope all is well. Thank you, Kronks. I appreciate that. The Abyss Watchers fight was my favorite. The music and their design were perfect. Is that the two? Yeah, was that the two guys where he dies and comes back and one of them's on fire or whatever? I liked that fight. I wiped the floor with that guy. My DPS, I was probably over-leveled for that fight. I've beaten a snot out of that guy. I, it was like seven hits and he was dead. Ring City has a solo fight against a Dragon Slayer, and if you beat him, you get his armor. Oh, yeah, his armor is dope. His armor is dope. His shield's dope. Pride made me rage quit for a week when she got up off the floor again. Madam Butterfly did that to me in Sekiro. She's so frustrating. She's so irritating. And then I get her, and then she gets back up. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> and then some other games launch and it just wasn't in the cards um um sorry just responding to a tweet I was uh, in tears yesterday man it was a fantastic SNTR episode thank you Mythrax it really was I put a clip up on Twitter I put up a, a clip up on Twitter that needs to get some support. I don't if you guys still use the platform or still follow me. That that clip this morning is is a very important aspect of yesterday's episode. So thank you. The support yesterday was phenomenal. Um, hey Lono, I didn't uh, I didn't get a chance to tell you yesterday. I was busy at work, but I'm glad to see you trying to make content again. Good luck to you and your fam. <laughs> yeah, more Sekiro today, Skiffy. After this morning episode. So if you've never been here before, every Friday has been called From Friday uh, for, I don't know, a couple of months. And we worked our way through Dark Souls 3 in anticipation of Elden Ring. We have decided to make From Friday all From Friday. So even the morning show now is going to be about Elden Ring. So if you're a From Software fan, Souls fan, if you're looking forward to Elden Ring, be sure to hit subscribe. uh, That way that you don't miss these shows on Friday. And now we are working our way through Sekiro. I will tell you right now, I am not a Souls guy. I am not a From Software guy. I am slowly becoming one. And so I am I am good, but I'm like rough, right? I'm rough around the edges. I'm like the guy that can hit the home run, but 
I do it just swinging like I'm chopping down a tree, right? I, I don't I don't have the the form and the finesse and the experience that some of you do. So just be fair warned. When you watch me play these games, you'll be like, my gosh, what the frick is he doing? Uh, some of that comes from uh, my inexperience. Um, just want to say I've been looking for you on Purple and couldn't find you. When did you start streaming on YouTube? <laughs> Thanks, Lono, for making my Friday so much better. Well, thank you, Roger. Uh, it's brutal. You think it's all over, and then bam, she's back up. The crazy thing is, is when I beat Madam Butterfly the first time, I wish we had that footage. We don't have that footage because it was on purple. I had no health left. So beating her, that getting that initial death blow, I had nothing left. It was so intense. It was exactly what you would want. Like, this dude had no health left, and he got it. And then she gets back up, and I'm like, what the f- And I'm dead. I want to see Lono when he gets the loot and thinks he's won. <laughs> Three stages in the sister fried fight. I was so ticked. This interview is, this interview is great from Halo from the Halo Goat. Uh, Halo Infinite, the big interview with 343 head of creative Joseph Staten. I, uh, I got to admit, if they give us more customization in Halo for private matches, you could see some of that on a Friday night. I just want to be able to go and like play with you guys and do like rockets only or you know just goofy stuff. I don't want to like have sweat fest with you guys, but since it's free for everybody and it's crossplay, I'm like, come on, man, let's go. Akira, shadows die twice. Come on, it's in the name. Oh, shut up! No, that's that. No. <laughs> uh, Lono fighting Sister Fried is gonna be uh, friggin' gold. Clip heaven. Hero hard because no Claymore. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Guys, really, Elden Ring gameplay, it's going to be pretty easy. Just find wherever the Claymore is, and then uh, easy clap. It's over, you know? Walk to the end of the game. That's all you need. They asked him about it being a live service. Joseph Staten said, Well, today, unfortunately, I can't say absolutely nothing about any of that, but I will say that Zeta Halo, the new ring that you find yourself on, is known in the Halo universe to be the most mysterious of the Halo rings. It has millions of years of secrets. It's certainly a really rich place to set new stories, and we're eager to explore those in the future, but I can't say anything about that today. That's an answer. That's an answer. If you're not doing live service... If you have no plans to build live service, you would say that. That's an answer. And he's telling you without telling you. He's telling you without telling you. Um, Chrissy taking hold of the lavish Squid Game themed party. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. Way to miss the entire point of the show. I, I've, not, I've not seen anything about that. Bear better have his streamer is angry warning ready. I need a fair warning before laughing at Lono's pay point. <laughs> jump King. Oh, frick Jump King. Frick Jump King, dude. Seriously. That's my review. They're like, you know how they do those really dramatic trailers? Like, Jump King is now available on Nintendo Switch. And it's like, 7 out of 10. I hate this game. 9 out of 10. I can't believe I played this. You know, 8 out of 10. Lono. Frick Jump King. <laughs> that's it. That's that's my review. <laughs> Ghouls and Ghosts is claimed to be the hardest game ever made. I used to love it. Never got past level one. Really? Would you consider would you consider ever shoutcasting Elden Ring PvP between members? 
I don't know, Diaz. I know you guys want shoutcasting. And I love shoutcasting. And I know you want split screen to return. And split screen was something I was very proud of. I really was proud of it. It was original. It was very well done. It seemed like a genuine, honest-to-goodness esports casting desk. I was very proud of that. And, um... You know, if we pull that out of the closet the way we pulled Rageous Roast out of the fire and brought it back to life, I'm here for that. I'm here to be like, you know what? (laughs) Here's one more thing I'm getting to reclaim, you people. Um, I'm not supposed to call names anymore. Um, So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love to bring back uh, Split Screen. I thought the name and the branding was just, it was everything you would want to see in something like that. It was top shelf. It was top shelf production value. Um, nobody's hitting that level of production value. The only one who hits a higher production value than split screen is Doc. I'll say it. That's not ego. That's not arrogance. The only person who hits production value higher than split screen is Doc. Nobody else comes close. Nobody comes close. And we can bring it back. We'll see. Gonna get my sticky hands on my Switch before I buy secure on PC and throw my controller or break something. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk and chat at all during the Sister Fried fight. I ain't taking no chances. <laughs> yeah, here comes Lono, dude. He's angry. <laughs> Split screen would be a great return. Yeah, yeah. We can bring it back. We'll see. Yeah. Don't tell me you weren't threatened by me when after after you get me canceled, you literally mimic my all of my products. <laughs> Don't tell me you weren't threatened by me when the minute I'm out of the picture, all of my products got copied. All of a sudden, there's a podcast that looks like mine. All of a sudden, there's a casting desk that looks like mine. Like, shut the frick up. Nobody believes that. <laughs> Anybody with a brain doesn't believe that. Man, it's crazy. They say they weren't threatened by the guy, but man, as soon as he's out of the picture, all of a sudden there's like knockoffs of all of his products everywhere. It's so bizarre. Look at these thumbnails on YouTube. Get the frick out of here. <laughs> Absolutely love that you can wear green shirts now. I know, right, DeVince? Right? That was really hard at Christmas time. It was really hard. The Splitgate thing you said is true. Oh, split, split screen. Nobody put in much effort. Uh, but the doc, doc has insane production. I don't, yeah, I would never attempt to out, out produce, out production quality doc. Do you know what I'm saying? I would never, I would never try to do that. That guy's on another level. He's got staff that do that for him, that make that stuff for him. You, You ain't competing with that. You ain't competing with that. No. No. But he's my white whale. He's my white whale. I want to work with the doc. I've got an idea for a show and a segment. Oh my gosh, he'd be freaking perfect for it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I want to bring back. This is like a this is like a white whale dream. I want to bring back Hillbilly Jack and like I like that's like a white whale dream like fantasy. Is Hillbilly Jack and Doc coexisting in the same universe and like yeah. I've got at least two show ideas that he'd freaking hit out of the park and people would love it and it would be so easy to do it every week. Oh gosh. Golly. You have creature? 
Creature's amazing, but Creature's not going to be be matching the production of Doc's staff. Creature's one dude. Doc's got, like, staff. He's got people making all that for him. <laughs> He's got an entire staff of people. <laughs> uh. I see your thumbnails everywhere now. What do you mean, Kaiser? Nobody's copying our current thumbnail pattern, unless you mean you just see, like, SNTR updates and SNTR presents, SNTR gaming, SNTR shorts. Yeah, I mean, if, if you search SNTR, we are everywhere. <laughs> we have really flooded YouTube with our stuff. You have to lose the beard and bring back the long hair and the stash first? No. We don't even have the space to do what Doc does? Yeah, I don't have the space for it. I'm And, and, I, and I don't want to do that. That's not. I don't want to be, like, a knockoff Doc. That's not what I want to do anyway. Even what you're doing right now is higher production value than the effort most people bother putting in. Yeah, because they think they think they think this is all they have to do. Come and watch me and give me money. I'm I'm on camera and playing a video game. I can't believe no one's supporting me. Wow. <laughs> you put a box in the corner, that's impressive. <laughs> Open up a store and try and sell your product and put the same amount of like status quo effort into it and wonder why you're not getting patrons. I follow people who have copied your thumbnails. We're going to need an example. I mean, I don't know who, who... We know of one person who very clearly copied our style. And I think it was on purpose, because in the absence of my Destiny content, that Destiny content was likely getting clicked on, because people were like, oh, look, because it looked familiar. Um, don't tell anybody, but I had an idea about Hillbilly Jack today that's going to work. Are you serious? I want to bring him out of retirement, baby. I do. I still got the glasses. I still got the hat. Bring him out of retirement, dude. Hillbilly Jack. He's he's a gem. You better get to getting before you get got. Come on. Come on. That's... G- give me some credit. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's a pretty good line. <laughs> Oh, I need this framed. This is phenomenal. So, my wife, <laughs> she is beautiful, but she she is fierce, and she, as beautiful as she is, she can make she's she can make some of the best scowls and furled brow looks ever. <laughs> she's known. For her furled brow, because my daughter makes the same face. My daughter made this face. We have footage of my daughter when she was like a baby, and like, like the brow just comes down. <laughs> and my son, my son, just made this picture. This is my wife. He said, "She said, here's my eyes, and these are my eyebrows. See how she her eyebrows are down, and these lines are the lines on her forehead." <laughs> I've ever seen <laughs> I love I love that he took the time he cut out a piece of paper 
And he put lines on it. He put lines on it. He said, Mama, that's your, that's the lines on your forehead. <laughs> oh, golly. Oh, that is a, that is a present. That is just joy injected into the universe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. She came down. She came down to show this to me. I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happier. I am so proud of him. <laughs> I am so proud of him, bro. Oh man. That is no, this is mine. Ouch! No, this is mine. This is mine. You can't have it back. You give me that sword. I will fight you. I will fight you with this foam sword. This is mine. No, oh, this is her with her superpowers when she's a superhero. Oh, all the colors represent like her health and her strength and stuff. So she's got like a belt of like power or something. That's like your ninja eyes. That's like a mask, right? <laughs> the eyebrows are going. <laughs> he said, "What's this called?" <laughs> it's not me. No, no. Those lines. Our daughter made that face when she was a baby. Like. To me, <laughs> no. The video I watched the other day. Oh, give me the sword back! Don't you do it. The the video I watched the other day. Oh, Facebook. The video I watched on Facebook. It was you. Oh, she was trying. <laughs> stop! Stop! She was trying to do something. Oh, and she like furled her little brow. It was adorable. <laughs> She's doing it right now. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on. Let's get side by side. Oh, that's. It's it. I like how he put stars in your eyes. Like, you got pretty eyes, Mama, but that scowl is, is something. <laughs> oh, my giant head. <laughs> oh, man. That is, I am so happy. Kids are ruthless, and, and they don't mean to be. When my wife got her hair cut short, my daughter said, I'm, I'm glad that you, you did that, because now I know what not to do. <laughs> that is like, that is like, that's like reality TV, like, sis, like the uh, uh, real housewives, like such an underhanded way to insult somebody. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> now I know what not to do. Oh, man. Oh. Whew. What was it? Yeah, it was a phone call. Oh, they, can you get it? Oh. Do you not have a pharmacy on... Whatever. As long as we get it. As long as we get it. I was running out of the... Right. Like, I'm on two medications, like, for blood pressure and palpitations because of my anxiety after everything that happened. And I get Roatia from the anxiety and the stress. Like, it's it's like something that 
middle-aged women get on their face and it happens to me and it can be triggered by stress heat working out whatever and so i'm on like a topical cream for that and i'm running out and the dermatologist was like not getting back to us i'm like we're about to take a trip and it'll come back with a vengeance if i don't if i don't have the the topical. yeah so some those are some of the glorious gifts i've been given after everything is you know heart problems and roatia at you know (laughs) But it, but at least I don't have this. <laughs> it was too. Easy. Oh come on, Mama! That was too easy. You can't be mad at that. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> what a gift in the Discord. Of, of Sauron saying, So you have chosen death. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. That was too, it was too good. Oh, come on. That was so easy. Oh, oh, oh man. Holy frick. That is just, that is perfect. That is everything I wanted from from this morning. Just laughter and joy. Oh my golly. You've reached the final Dark Souls boss, madam. <laughs> she has a lot of unmitigatable damage, I'm here to tell you. <laughs> we got coffee. <laughs> We've got coffee orders. Excuse me. No, we have one coffee order. First coffee order of the day, a light roast to Freddie Jackson. That's the first order of the day. Who's going to be order number two and three? She says, no food, no drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use hydrocortisone for Roatia. That's what my mom uses. They told me if my my skin got too dry from the topical that I could use uh, hydrocortisone, but I was using hydrocortisone and it wasn't helping. That might have been before they got me on the antibiotic, which I'm not on anymore, in the topical. So maybe the antibiotic and the topical keeps it in check. I can get over-the-counter hydrocortisone if I ever run out or something. <clears throat> I was actually going to do that. I was like, well, if we got to go to Ohio and I don't have any, I'll just take hydrocortisone with me and see if we can't use that to keep it at bay. And hopefully, you know, when I'm traveling, I wouldn't be stressing out. Because I, I get it from the stress. I'd, I'd wake up in the morning and it would be gone. And then I would get off the phone with Creature and I'd have, and it'd be a mess. And it wasn't because Creature was stressing me out. It was just strategizing and looking at the numbers and my channels would just like roll. I was like, oh my gosh, we're, you know, we're just losing money every month. Um, you know, where's the floor was kind of the question that we were asking for like a long time. A real life Madam Butterfly. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, my wife says might all works for her mom. Yeah, I, it's great that all your mothers can give me advice on how to handle my Roatia. That's wonderful. <laughs> well, my mom, you know, my mom's uh, she's uh, she's forty seven, and this is what she does. <laughs> yeah, my mom went through menopause, and here's what here's how she handled it, Lono. Thank you so much. Anxiety is wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> Anxiety turns a forty year old man into a, a middle aged woman. Like, how's that work? <laughs> uh blame creature no 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 i wouldn't even do that in jest depends some family visits can be stressful no not my family no we always have a really good time 
We did like a beach trip the one year, and those are always the trips can just that can be like just cliche and frustrating and stressful and awkward. And it was not; it was awesome. So we're we're hoping to do another one sometime. Talking about Roisha, I'm 28 and have it. Didn't know I was an old lady thing. Not an old lady, middle age. So you're close enough to 30 that like you know. I, that, that's what they told me. Now that might that might be more common the older you get, but it's still it's still it is more common in women than men. It is more common in women than men, and it's more common when you're middle aged. So you just got it a little early. What are you gonna do? You know, I'm a 40 year old dude, and I deal with it. So your skin has a mind of its own. Sometimes my wife suddenly was allergic to pine out of nowhere, or sensitive to pine. Oh, whatever. Lono making me feel old this morning. Sorry, Lulu. <laughs> Aren't you 40? Yeah, I just turned 40 last week. Or a week and a half ago. Maybe it's from weak foreheads. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is a protective barrier <laughs> from Roatia. My wife won't have to worry about it. <laughs> uh, I'll stream a forehead workout. That'll just be her going... <laughs> Stay with me, ladies. Come on. <laughs> Think about that time he didn't put his socks in the hamper. <laughs> Think about the time he put he put a, a, a peanut butter spoon in the sink. <laughs> Think about the time he didn't put the dishes away. <laughs> didn't take the treasure. <laughs> Hang with me, ladies. We're almost done. Couple, couple more rounds. <laughs> Maybe watch Die Hard. That creature says you do realize I can't save you from her, right? Listen, listen. I can handle it, all right. <laughs> I can handle the situation. It's it's all it's all in, it's all under control, all right. Everything's fine here. Everything's fine. <laughs> How are you? <clears throat> I feel ancient. Sorry, nerd mother. Uh, sorry about that. I sent HBJ that hat. Break it out again. No, you sent the hat, Michael? Did you really? Hang on. It was literally in the closet. It's still here. HBJ's on the way. There it is. No, you would not stop. Yeah. Your furled brow is a choice. The size of my head is not. That's low. That's low. <laughs> That's low, mama. Fine. It's fine. I have I have my therapy goose to take out my aggression. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have my therapy goose. Look at his look at that scowl. <sighs> Would HBJ ever play a Souls game? Well, that's the beauty of it. If we did a channel like that, <laughs> you could do whatever and it'd be hilarious. <sighs> Distorted says, I use reusable K-Cups for Lono's coffee. Yeah, if you want to use my coffee in a K-Cup, 
you can get reusable K-Cups off of Amazon, and they're better for the environment. It's going to probably save you money. Like, it's going to be more economical to buy reusable K-Cups and my coffee than whatever you're buying right now. And remember, anytime you buy anything from Amazon, use my Amazon affiliate link, either in the link below in the description or the, or the command in chat. <clears throat> oh, man, what a day. Did you talk about the boss skip cards? Excuse me? We have been talking about Elden Ring gameplay and the concern that it's too easy. We've we've gotten off track and we've lost some of the viewers. If, if you're a fan of From Software, I apologize for the giant diversion that, that my son's artwork was too funny to not um, look at. No Forge until May. Oof. Oof. Um, yikes. Um... <clears throat> We all know that they said it could be six months. Yeah, but I think Paul, he's he's speaking to what I was saying about earlier. Um, like, when will we get those customizations so we could do those private matches? That's I think Wheezy wasn't like being like, "Hey, this is breaking news." I think he was being like, "Oh yeah, hey, it's official May." Um, you know, we knew, and I reported on it. I did a short on the fact that it wasn't launching with co-op or Forge. Anything from Amazon? I buy a lot of stuff on Amazon. Yeah, anything. Just use my affiliate link first. Use my affiliate link first. You can either use it in the description on any of my videos, any of my recent videos, like the last probably month of videos, or just come in here and use the Amazon command. You just click that link before you order stuff, and it supports me. Um, I'd skip buying from Amazon unless they're genuine Keurig cups. You can also buy them directly from Keurig. Right, I think, Christina, there were some that you said weren't good to get or something from Amazon. Um, I could care less for Forge. Who gives? Mo, you do know that you're talking about one of the most praised aspects of the Halo franchise, right? That, like, Forge is is quite literally one of their shining moments. Wait, what do you mean, who gives? I don't know. 75% of the community? <laughs> A good chunk? Um... At the time we talked about the campaign co-op in Forge, I said our goal was to ship the campaign co-op in Season 2, and our goal is to ship Forge with Season 3. We are extending Season 1, so our goal still remains what I said before, which is to ship the campaign co-op with Season 2 and Forge with Season 3. But those remain goals. Those remain targets, and we can't commit to any hard dates right now because we are seeing with this multiplayer beta, other things might move up in priority stack for us. So basically, you know, Christmas of next year, we'll have Forge and co-op. Christmas in next year. Yeah, there you go. There, there it is. <laughs> Christmas in next year. Forge and letting players mod the game has basically been the reason the game stuck around as long as they did. Diablo 2 being another good example. Um, not me. Mo, I, you know I love you, but you gotta remember, you are such a strange bird, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You aren't everybody. You have a very, very, like, very specific Mo curated palette of ideas and preferences and and feelings. Like, tons of people think in the literal opposite direction as you do about Forge. I mean, not in like a... I sort of care, but, like, they really care about the absence of Forge. Like, tons of people. Way more than that don't care, I would think. Halo Forge sort of set the standard for a while. Right, right, right. Some of Halo's best PvP modes came from Forge. Halo not launching with co-op and Forge is a bad look. Right, I, I don't think it... 
I don't think this they get out of this unscathed. I think launching without Forge is 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 a, it hurts. It hurts. I would love to play with you guys on a Friday night with customs, but like apparently you can just go in and pick like preset stuff. It's like that's not really customs. That's just a private, which is nice, but it's going to get boring really fast. But if we could do like only rockets CTF or something. Do you have any idea how freaking fun that would be? Forge gave us Griff Ball and other great modes. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Exactly. Not a bad look at all. <laughs> if it's not a bad look, then why is it a headline and why are so many people in the community complaining about it? I, I, I don't I don't even think that's a matter of opinion saying it's not a bad look or it is a bad look. That's not even a matter of opinion. It's provably a bad look because of how the community is responding. And the community can't be wrong because that's their perception of the product and value. And if they're saying, oh my gosh, what a decrease in value, that stinks, I'm irritated, and they're running with all these articles about it, well, it's a bad bad look. You delayed the game for over a year and and you don't have some base level features ready co-op come on man I, we, we're, we're, we're gonna derail any of the from software stuff that we were vibing with I don't, I don't want to do this I don't want to do this I just ah. from from Friday's rounded out with a Friday night Halo Forge party games sucks we have to wait but the future looks fun sure 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 listen 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 hear me out halo infinite multiplayer is fun it is we had fun but i you know i want forge and it's a bummer that it's not there it's a bad look because they would have to make decisions that necessitated they be cut decisions that they didn't have to make well we don't know the only game that gets this bs and i don't like it what are you talking about? Halo 5 not having split screen was news. I remember talking about it. I remember doing a video about it. Halo 5 got ripped for not having split screen. It got ripped for the absence of Forge. What are you saying? People were irritated then too. You, what, you think 5 got a pass? Halo 5 didn't get a pass. Halo 5 got shredded by the community. What are you even talking about? Halo 5 is proof that the community didn't just like, oh yeah, let's just give that one a pass. No, that thing got beat up. And in some cases, deservedly so, got beat up by the community. I don't I don't buy that. I don't buy that, man. The community did not play nice with Halo 5. That's provable. That's provable. Halo is the only game. Oh, you're saying it's the only game that gets... Mo. Mo! No! That's not the debate. You're you're switching train tracks. You're switching train tracks. Vanguard 2042 are getting ripped to shreds. Right, like, when when games launch without certain modes or or, or features, they are going to get shredded for that. What do you mean? Like, I, I understand what you're saying. This is what Mo is saying. Other games are not being criticized for the absence of co-op and Forge. But they... <laughs> it's not an expectation. It's not an expectation. If it's an expectation, imagine... 
I hate talking about this game, but imagine if Destiny 2 would have launched without PvP. They just suddenly didn't have it. People would be like, what the frick? Why? Because it's an expectation. It's an expectation. So, Halo Infinite launching without features that are pretty base level, like, I don't know, playing through the campaign with a friend is not there. And Forge is not there. And it's understandable for people to be like, now wait a minute, these are ground level features. That's like saying, why doesn't Elden Ring have Forge? Right, nobody's saying that because it's not an expectation. If if Elden Ring would have launched without without co-op, there would have been people that took issue with that. They're like, now wait a minute, that's been a staple. You know, bringing in buddies and doing invasions and stuff. Why is that not in the game all of a sudden? If Borderlands 3 would have launched and in its vanilla state, you couldn't play with other people, people would have been like, what the frick? Co-op is a staple of Borderlands. Co-op is a staple of Halo. There he sits. And he's thinking to himself, this would be great with a buddy. Like, come on. Mo, for all your love of Halo and Microsoft, hold them accountable. Acting as if they can do no wrong is 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 just, ah, it just feels silly to me. Stop hitting the goose. Yeah, I bumped the goose in my, he's like right in the right spot. Just, yeah, I can just, bam, hit him right there. Why is it that Halo, which is a full game in any other standard, have to have all this content? I've already answered that question, my friend. It's an expectation. It's a standard. Borderlands 3 not having co-op would have felt just as incomplete. Borderlands 3 could have been a complete game beginning to end, story, loot, improved graphics, bosses, could have had all that. And when you remove co-op, people would have been like, what? And people can be like, well, it's a full game. Why are you holding Borderlands to this standard? You're not holding other games to this standard because it's an expectation. It's a standard that was in Borderlands 1, Borderlands 2, Borderlands the pre-sequel. It was in all those games. And for it to suddenly not be there, it, it, it's, it's, it's confusing. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a step backwards. Just because you'd expect it doesn't mean it has to be there. <laughs> Just because you like it doesn't mean it's faultless. Like, this is regressive. You act, you're going to act like it's not regressive? That would be like games being like, Halo 1, 2, 3, and 4. Like, here's all these features. More, more, more. And then Infinite launches, and they're like, well, no Forge, and no co-op, and uh, we're going to release multiplayer as a beta, and uh, and the campaign will come later. And this is after being delayed for an entire year. I know people don't like the change, but it happens. Seems to me the developers having to make tough choices, release the game with restricted features, but have it be good and stable, or pack in the features, but release it in a broken state. I I am not even taking issue with their choice. I'm simply saying it's a bad look, and the, and the, and the, and the community is well within their rights to be irritated about it. Well within their right. I'm not a huge Forge guy, but I'm a mad, I'm a mad co-op. I'm mad co-op is not a thing at launch. Playing the campaign with my bro is the reason I fell in love with the game. Exactly right. Mo, the problem here is that you aren't establishing why it's helpful or necessary. You're just denying that it isn't helpful or isn't necessary. 
30 says, I will not be playing the campaign when it comes out because I played every campaign with my brother. Another another similar testimony to somebody else in chat. So until it has that, I won't play it. Right, you're going to have to wait six months to play it with your brother. They're innovating on what Halo is. They had faults with co-op and they wanted to get it right. Okay, so Mo, you establishing that reason is great. And I think you're right when you establish that as the reason. Does that mean that the community is wrong for being irritated or expecting it? Absolutely not. If I go into a restaurant and I'm waiting twice as long as I typically do and the manager comes out and says, I am so sorry about the wait. We had a cook call out and two wait staff call out tonight. We are grossly understaffed. I am so sorry. That's great. I'm glad to have that reason in my brain now. But that doesn't suddenly erase my irritation, my empty stomach, and the fact that, like, typically when I come here, it takes 20 minutes to be served, not 45 minutes to an hour. My expectation is not misaligned or wrong. Even once I'm provided with the reason for the wait, I'm completely justified in being irritated. Like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. No entrees or dessert tonight. Yeah, or a better example, just missing things from the menu. We are so sorry, but one of our main, most popular entrees is not available tonight. The rest of the menu is available. The explanation could be, we had a fridge crap out on us and all the food went bad. We are so sorry. That explanation doesn't fix my disappointment. Well, that's okay. I am no longer disappointed now that I know a fridge went bad. I came here really, really wanting that meal and I can't get it. I think co-op being absent from a launch is worse than Forge. It's completely unacceptable. I think if the headline was no Forge till May, I don't think people would be as irritated. They would be very disappointed, but I think when you combine it with a lack of co-op, people are like, what in the what? It's like saying, if McDonald's doesn't give me fries in my value meal, it's okay because they're trying to get the fries right. The meal was supposed to come with fries. I mean, there's Zubair, son of Papa Halo, saying exactly what I'm saying in another way. Yeah, due to the sickie, we're out of this item. That's common now. I guess it's the same for game development. Yeah, it doesn't get rid of your disappointment. I'm simply defending people's disappointment and expectations. That's what I'm defending. Don't dismiss it. Don't act like it's not a big deal. Don't say that their expectation, well, they shouldn't have had that expectation. I No, I don't agree with that. I'm defending people's right and their legitimate and justified disappointment. That, that is what I'm defending. I'm not saying the game's going to be crap, bad, it's going to burn or whatever, it's going to fail. No, I'm simply saying people have every right to expect that feature and to be pretty disappointed that it's not there. Like, going to a pizza joint and being disappointed that they're out of pepperoni pizza. Like, huh? They're well within their right to expect that. It's a standard up to this point. I literally just said moments ago, the game is fun. It's a blast. I had a blast playing it. It's running well. It seems like a very solidly built game. They get props and mad marks for a very, very well operating game. Their servers seem to be handling issues of very consistent spikes in player base numbers and the initial spike the day one. Like, amazingly, amazingly, it ran so solid day one. They get mad, they get mad marks for that. But, 
they don't get a pass on not having co-op in Forge, and I'm certainly not going to look at the community that's irritated and be like, well, why'd you expect that? They're trying to get the game right. Huh? People act like being disappointed in something is attacking the game and they take it personally. It's so tiring. You still get your burger, though. Yeah, but again, leaving the burger joint with the burger and no fries, you would still be disappointed. If the manager came out and said, we are trying to make sure we get the fries exactly right, our burners are messing up, and they're overcooking the fries, so they wouldn't taste good. You'd be like, I appreciate you telling that. I appreciate you letting me know what's going on. Thank you. You would still leave and be disappointed. You'd be like, I didn't get any fries. (laughs) You wouldn't leave and be like, it's not a big deal. It's totally fine. It's really on me. I shouldn't have expected fries with my meal. Huh? They're at fault as devs somewhere for having handled development in the way that this is the outcome, even if the game is still good. And I think Donut's making another fair point. Like, somebody, how do they, how is nothing their responsibility? It's all in the community to not expect co-op? They made a mistake or a misstep or something somewhere. Something was mismanaged. The game was an embarrassment when it premiered. They delayed it for a year. Whose fault is that? Sure, sicky, working from home, granted. But beyond that, there has to be a point where the rubber meets the road and you say the development staff or the company or the leadership has failed. It has failed to to, to deliver a minimum viable product in a timely fashion. Like, you're allowed to say that and still love Halo and still support Microsoft. What is that? Grand Theft Auto with a .5, a 3.34, and then Battlefield with his 2.5. Picking it up and carrying it? What? That is as stupid as me. (laughs) Two fundamental pieces of a game that have always been staples of that game have been delayed six months. How do they get a pass for this? Yeah, I was not getting out the bat and hitting them for it. I said it was a bad look. Thought it was a bad look. It's a bad look. I don't think there's any doubt that 343 is horrible at project management. That's when I order two burgers, says Foggy. <laughs> Just play through the campaign twice. That'll fix it. <laughs> Just play through the campaign twice. I think pushing out the multiplayer beta was clever with the consoles going out, but the Forge and co-op missing feels like one step forward and three steps back. Right, right. And I appreciate that, you know, Hilly and Zubair are like, no, yeah, this is totally a disappointing... This is disappointing. This is disappointing. Kronks, we unfortunately don't have a chair uh, sponsor. We would love to work with Mavix. I filled out their thing. I haven't heard back from them. They've got a red chair that would be perfect for the studio, but... Get the bat, this is awful. Nah, it's better to make... It's better to be measured and fair. I I would prefer to be measured and fair than just, like, wailing on a game. Like, this is stupid, this is trash. That just doesn't achieve anything. What 343 has dropped in the beta has been great. Multiplayer is going to be popping. Okay, let's, let's say what needs to be said. 343 is good at... They're clearly good at building 
a good game. It's a good game. The guns, the sound. I think the maps are good. I think the I think the modes are good. That's not the same as project management. You, I could go out. I could go out and find some of the best engineers and construction workers money can buy. And if I fail to buy a good project manager, I ain't gonna mean jack squat. It ain't gonna mean jack squat. You have the best. You could have literally every all-star in the NBA. You don't have a good coach? Probably ain't gonna go that well, right? It's gonna be disorganized. It's gonna be a mess. Sports, sports, construction, development of software. You could have the literally best, most gifted developers, engineers, and systems architects you, you can buy. It doesn't matter if you have garbage project management. All you gotta do is look at Ansem. Another falling from grace developer, BioWare. BioWare! Dragon Age! And Mass Effect! BioWare! And what was Anthem? Anthem was proof that project management is quite literally the skeleton that holds it all together. The first four missions gameplay that dropped today are killer though. I haven't managed to watch them, but I've I've heard I've heard mostly positive things about the the Halo campaign stuff that dropped. If you're tuning in for From Fridays and Elden Ring coverage, we we obviously we're two hours into the broadcast and we're getting off on another subject. That's just what we do here. It's a Monday through Friday talk show with a focus on From Software games on Friday. We will be playing Sekiro here in about an hour. So if you love From Software games, if you're excited about Elden Ring, hit subscribe, talk in our chat, introduce yourself, take our poll at the top of the chat. Are you worried about Elden Ring gameplay being too easy? This is how I know Lono doesn't know sports ball. The Nets have Steve Nash as HC and are still doing well. Oh, as head coach. They got like 15 all-stars on their roster. It's generally true though, Abe. If you took a bunch of very, very gifted sports athletes and you gave them zero direction and good coaching, it wouldn't go put them up against another team that has just as many all-stars and an amazing head coach and you're going to get the three-peat bulls. Do you see? Like... You get you get an amazing coach versus a, a junk coach. You're going to see a dramatic difference in performance of that team. You take the same all stars or the same equal level skill all stars, one with an organized coach and good good strategy, good planning, and, and, and good and good management, and then you take a team that has got all the all stars of equal skill and terrible management, and the team with the good management is going to wipe the floor with the poorly managed team just absolutely destroy them because they're more fragile ultimately I think they made the right decision releasing without Forge because the alternative would be holding the release for six months here's the thing Demins I've never once debated delaying it it was clear that it's time to crap or get off the pot like you need to ship something you need to ship a minimum viable product and the way they do that is they cut the frills. I was merely defending the community's right to expect it and be disappointed at the absence. That's what I was defending. Like, you have every right to be like, this sucks. Like, <laughs> this stinks. Like, the burger joint staying open even when their fries can't be given to you because the because they're, they're, the burners aren't working right. They're still going to stay open. They still got to sell burgers. Halo still has to ship. 
And I have every right to go to that burger joint and leave disappointed because, like, it didn't have a staple of the meal. And Halo shipping without co-op, that's a staple of the game! It's like, it's it's totally fine for the community to be like, this stinks. <laughs> this is not ideal. Fox Hop Smash with a brand new membership. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Welcome back in or welcome in. Enjoy all that. If you guys become a member here, you get increased access in our Discord server. If you're looking for people to play Halo with or New World, Elden Ring, any of that, we have it all organized in there for you. So consider becoming a member today. We're pushing for 400 members on this channel and we're in the low you know, 330s, I think, 330s, 340s. So thank you to all the new members and continued members here, as well as those who have kept their memberships over on Presents. We greatly appreciate you. I wonder if it would have made more sense to release multiplayer six months later if it meant campaign release with co-op. No. No, 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 You ship Halo without multiplayer so that it can have co-op? You, you, uh-uh. Nope. Absolutely not. You're, you're talking, you're talking about, you're talking about significant outcry there bloke talking how exciting well you're here i mean are you that pathetic that you you go and watch something that you don't enjoy you know what i'm saying not shipping with co-op is odd i wonder if it was something to do with last gen consoles original xbox one's weak possible but it's but it's it's just online we're not even talking about couch co-op because halo 5 uh shipped without couch co-op because they said they pushed they pushed the graphics of the game too far. They couldn't do it. Not having couch co-op wouldn't have been nearly as decried as literally just no co-op. The game is shipping and you can play online right now with people in private matches if you want. If you're shipping without multiplayer, you're not shipping Halo. Yeah, I, I, co-op does not trump multiplayer in any universe. There's not a multiverse where, where Halo exists where co-op is more important than multiplayer and reverse it release the campaign six months later and release forge with multi they had to ship a minimum viable product donut and i think in their mind the minimum viable product is campaign and multiplayer that was the decision they made i i I probably agree with their choice over what you just outlined i actually think it's the right call even though it stinks and it's frustrating i think they did make the right call minimum viable product Here's all of the multiplayer that you love. Here's a campaign. Enjoy. And in six months, we'll make them both more expanded and better. Here is the MVP, the minimum viable product. Here's here is the base level product that will get better in six months. As opposed to like, here's half of it. And it's a little bit better than it would have been. I just, I don't think so. I can see the logic you're applying, but I don't think the community would have accepted it. I just don't think they would have. And like a Halo without a campaign, like look at friggin' Battlefield. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's free, so it'd be hard for people to complain, but yeah, I don't I just don't think so. Multiplayer makes the most money. It's all getting interwoven though, so I don't know it long term, long term, as the story evolves and continues, you're gonna take your Spartan that you've worked on and leveled in multiplayer and you're going to take it into the new missions and the new stories that evolve the game and take it forward 
Does that make sense? Does that make sense? So I think the multiplayer and the in the campaign have to come as a package. I think they're interwoven long term. Suppose it's a lesser of two evils so that the medicine that's the medicine that has to be swallowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main the main reason the main reason that we got on this debate is that I was just taking issue with Mo is our like our token Microsoft guy and we love Mo and he has his own hot takes and things that he says and he brings obviously great discussion and and uh, you know a vibrant back and forth. He was taking issue and saying, "Well, it's not a bad look and that people shouldn't have expected it." And that's what I took issue with. It's like if you're okay with it, if you're happy, great. But I have no, I, I I'm not going to turn and look at the community and act like they shouldn't have expected co-op and forge. I, I can't say that with a straight face. Like Ferryman said, with Game Pass, multiplayer is making the money. I, I don't necessarily think. I, maybe I didn't make my point as clear. Multiplayer is making the money, but interweaving multiplayer with the campaign long term is how they're going to have ongoing money fun like ongoing funds as well because you're going to be interested in the expanding story narrative and taking your Spartan and doing all this stuff and that's going to cost money the base entry experience of Halo free expanded stories all this other stuff they're planning on doing with Zeta Halo that's going to cost money so their way of making money yes primarily driven by cosmetics and multiplayer but they're going to expand that and say here's another ongoing way for the game to be monetized and it's interwoven with multiplayer and single player like it's it's kind of becoming one animal it's potentially i'm not the only person that has made this speculation in three years it may be closer to a destiny format than a traditional halo format it's not going to become a looter but it'll be more like a it'll be more like destiny Every season will be, here's some new stuff for multiplayer, here's a new battle pass, and here's new story experiences to take your Spartan on. That's what I think is happening long term. In five years, Halo Infinite will look more like Destiny than, than past Halo games. Now, I'm not saying it's going to become Destiny, it's just going to mo- look more like a Destiny game. An ongoing live service game. The stuff they're going to do extension is probably going to be free no way they charge for dlcs for the campaign uh with game pass existing that'd be odd not necessarily a base game being free on game pass and charging for dlc is actually very common and very normal the seasons in destiny are a great example you got beyond light and destiny for free and then what do they charge you for the seasons those are new activities new stories new cinematics new everything that's how destiny does it and they were on game pass Beyond Light was an expansion that was on Game Pass, and yet you saw the pay for the seasons. I think Halo's going to do the same thing. Want to come play Halo? It's always on the Game Pass carousel, the Halo Infinite campaign. And when you're done with it, oh, you want more? You want more? Yeah, we got this thing over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole expanded store experience. $10. Minecraft Dungeons does it. How does it work, Mike? You get you get into Minecraft for free with Game Pass, and do you have to pay for those expansions after? Is that how Minecraft... Are you agreeing with me? Or are you saying Minecraft does what Weezy's saying? I'm not sure which side you're saying Minecraft Dungeons falls into. I've not played it in a while, so I don't know. And now it's leaving Game Pass. Right. Halo's a little different. Halo's first party, so it's a little bit different. A little bit different than Destiny. You said yup. Five bucks. There you go. There you go. Minecraft is 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 another think example of what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Destiny and all of his expansions are being taken out of the game pass when Witch Queen comes out. 
That yeah, but that happens. Halo's in a different ballpark as Halo's first party. I don't think Halo Infinite campaign will ever leave Game Pass. Ever. It's the catalyst to getting you into the game and spending money. The multiplayer is just free. It's not even a Game Pass thing. Halo Infinite multiplayer is just free. It's not even a part of Game Pass. But the campaign, the Halo Infinite campaign, the vanilla campaign will always be on Game Pass. You can write that down. I can't see them ever taking it out. I'll leave for an hour and come back to Destiny. It always comes back to Destiny, doesn't it? That's interesting. I didn't know they charged DLC. I think it's a very smart plan because what you do is it's totally justified, right? Like, hey, you got to play the base game for free. If you want more, pay money. And I don't think any consumer would balk at that. They wouldn't be like, no, wait just a minute. I have Game Pass. It's like, no, you want expanded experiences. That costs money. That's a great way for that developer. That's why we said Outriders landing on Game Pass week one was so dumb. It's like, you don't have any monetization. How are you going to make money off of all of the people that that have that have basically spent zero dollars, even if they're a fan of the game? We'll give you this free toothbrush, but you have to buy your own toothpaste. Yeah, it's actually a very, very smart system, especially for a first-party title. And you have to think. They have said that Halo Infinite, they've got like a 10-year plan for this. I can't see their 10-year plan just living off of cosmetics on the battle pass. They'll probably be added later to Game Pass than makes sense. Here's what I see them doing, Wheeze. Halo Infinite campaign, always available on the Game Pass. Here's the new story DLC expansion that you can go and experience with your Spartan, and it costs X number of dollars. And then when DLC number two lands, the first one gets absorbed into Game Pass offer. You see how that will work? It'll always like shuffle down. It'll be like, you got to pay for this. And then six months later, it gets absorbed into the Game Pass offer and kaplunk, DLC number two hits. And if you want it, it costs money. So at any point in time where you get introduced to Halo Infinite, you get this giant free offering and the latest newest thing is going to be what costs money. That's what I think they'll do. 100%. So Mike, yeah, so Mike agrees. Yeah, I think that's how they'll do it. It's it's per, it's a perfect way to solve early player acquisition and like what the frick? Like how am I going to get into this game? It's free. Jump in and play. And then when you're done getting all caught up, here's the latest DLC if you want it. Not another 10-year plan. No, they have actually specifically said 10-year plan. But Bungie never said that. Bungie had a video where I think it was like Noseworthy said, "This is a game we envision you playing for ten years." The words ten-year plan" were, were was like it was almost like a colloquialism that got spread by the community and it was set off cuff. And then it, it, they have a ten-year plan. No, they didn't. They have actually come out and said, "We have a ten-year plan to invest and expand Halo Infinite as a platform. It's not a game that in it's not like in three years, you know, Halo, you know." Halo 7's gonna come out. No. This is Halo for the next 10 years. Probably beyond. I'm just not... I'm gonna be really interested to see if the people crying about it gotta get ready for the popcorn. Crying about what? Like having to pay money after they have a game on Battle Pass? I don't think anybody balks at that. I really don't. If that's what you're saying. They're also the ones that said you can go back and play any season pass, so they're trying to make it timeless. Yeah, if you miss Heroes of Reach and you jump in next year in the summer, no worries. You can go back and earn everything from Heroes of Reach. 
which uh, what the frick the, the, the XP it's, it's gonna take you a lifetime because the current the current battle pass XP earn rate is horrendously awful we tested the changes yesterday it's friggin terrible I know people said that Deej has said that. I've never been able to find definitive proof that he said 10-year plan. And if it wasn't like, what, an interview or a stream where he said it off-cuff, come on. Like, that is just grasping at straws. Like, the people that are like, when they said No Man's Sky was going to have multiplayer. Like, uh. Also saw a lot of development costs not having to recreate the game from the ground up for a sequel. Yes. You underestimate how entitled people are? I also under I, I don't I also think maybe you overestimate how much it matters if they cry. <laughs> Look at all the tears shed over the Eververse. Does it matter? Not really. Yeah, people complaining about Beyond Light leaving. Does it matter? No. No. Entitled non-spending consumers can cry as loud as they want. It doesn't matter. We we had that we had that discussion all the time in Destiny. I was like, if you're a free to play player and you're crying and whining about the stuff that you're not getting, I don't care. I don't who sh- who should care what you say. You're not spending any money. It'd be like going to Fazoli's and ordering a water and eating free breadsticks and complaining about how fast the breadsticks come out. Like, shut the frick up and get out. You're not even a paying customer. Like. Game Pass is basically the free-to-play model, but for games that don't want to actually go free-to-play. Right, and they get a kickback from Microsoft that probably helps, right? Here's a wild idea. Actually, buy the game. <laughs> right? Like, the guy the guy from Days Gone was like, if you like a game, like, effing buy it or whatever he said. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I got some good back cracks. I always have such a hard time cracking my back. Years of unfathomable sadness, yummy. Yeah, I don't. I don't even care about it anymore. I don't. Like, I just I can't imagine being a non-paying customer and thinking that your voice matters. Like, I just can't. I like that is not me being dismissive or arrogant or I'm I'm literally speaking from an economic standpoint. As a non-paying customer, you, you think your complaints matter? <laughs> You're not spending any money. It being free is only there so that you come in and become a patron and spend more. It's why breadsticks are free at Fazoli's. It's not... The breadsticks aren't free so you can go there and literally consume only that. It was a 10-year contract for Destiny. Everything I ever saw said publicly about the 10-year thing with Destiny is that it was a contract. I never I never saw a 10-year plan. I think, I think Deej in one place, one time, uttered it in like an offhand remark that they had like a 10-year plan and everybody tries to retroactively be like yeah see he said it he said it he said it by the time he said that it had already been circulating in the community that they had a 10-year plan I mean this is going to blow your socks off you had streamers saying things that were not exactly accurate and the community ran with it and it caused a bunch of anger later man I it's so weird that that community has that pattern If you don't vote, you don't have an opinion. <laughs> if a game is good, I want to give the developer money. 
I played Fortnite for over a year every day, and I'd buy cosmetics every so often because of the fun game. Oh, yeah, I spent money in the Fortnite store all the time. That's another favorite, too. Yeah, play your way. Yeah. That gets thrown around. Yeah. That, that's not I don't even think that's that community people latch on to the smallest statement they did it with No Man's Sky they'll latch on to the smallest statement and they'll create an entire universe of expectations out of it there's one interview in one instance where Sean Murray was pestered and essentially forced to admit there's multiplayer in No Man's Sky that means I'll be able to ding 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 like 10 bullet points from like the tiniest statement What are you doing? It's not just that community. That's just an internet thing. That's an internet thing. Yo, what's good, John? John Hall, how are you? <clears throat> There's videos to be made. <laughs> that's right. That's right. There's videos to be made. Uh, mm. No complaints, no complaints, word, word, word. Sorry, I had to respond to a guy on Twitter. Wish has been popping off in Halo. He's back. I'll go on record as saying that I hope Sam, wish you luck, I hope he can rebuild and just get past the the mistakes and the poor decisions that he made I do because I know those decisions were made mostly in desperation and I know what that feels like I know what it feels like to have everything taken from you and you're staring at your kids and your bills and feeling like what on earth am I going to do and so you know he's he's been he's been held accountable and lost his account and can't stream and cover uh, Destiny and that's just that's just like he's ultimately responsible for the decision that he made and he suffered consequences for it but now that we're on the other side of it i hope he can i hope he can rebuild and and do his thing and never and never interact and have to deal with the destiny community ever again you know i wish that for him because i know exactly what it's like to be on the end of that crap so you wish him luck (laughs) very good christina very good no Man's Sky was exactly the game I was expecting, but that was despite how everyone talked about it. Yeah, yeah. Yo, it's good, Agent Atwood. Giving credence to two-year-old interviews is odd. Yeah.
Christina, why you like this, right? <laughs> Never saw that one coming. Right, 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 right. Oh, here, we need to get the, the Sekiro stream scheduled because we're almost at half past the hour. Uh, or we are at half past the hour. I'll have to bump it. Well, we started a little bit late today because we're at 2.22 on the live stream here. Uh, no, 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 no. Schedule a stream. We'll use this one. Yeah, reuse these settings. Episode 2 of From Friday Sekiro. Beep, beep, boop. I made the drunkard the thumbnail because we'll probably end up beating that fat boy today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I had a... You know it would have been hilarious. If I... <laughs> if I had a high-res picture of Zubair's face and put it on the drunkard's face in the thumbnail and just saw if anybody noticed... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I make myself laugh. <laughs> oh, that would have been so good, bro. <laughs> that would have been so good. Just see if anybody notices. They're like, wait, wait. Is that too bare? <laughs> I can't even. Well, look, 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 hang on, hang on. Let me show you. <laughs> Just let me show you. It would have been priceless. It would have been priceless. Look, look at the thumbnail. <laughs> it would have been, it would have been so perfect. <laughs> Even have the hair like coming down. Like, really try to hide it in plain sight, you know? <laughs> it would have been... Oh, man. What a missed opportunity. I'm so, I'm, I'm so mad. I'm mad. Oh. I got to admit, you're on to something, right? Come on. Like, there is a very, very minimal, minimal amount of familiarity, similarities there that would have made for a very, very funny thumbnail. That would have been very, very funny. Oh, man. <laughs> People are like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's not what the drunkard looks like. What's going on with this picture? <laughs> uh, hang on. I got to get out of this. There we go. <laughs> oh my gosh oh, it's funny um I was going to come and defend Zubair, but after seeing that, I can't. (laughs) 
If I was in on it, we could go funny places with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have, I should have reached out to you because, like, I thought about it. I thought about it last night, and I was like, no, 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 I'm not gonna do that. Like, I don't. His picture, any picture that I could find, is just gonna be way too small. Because I was, I would have to like pull up a chat, like an old YouTube chat, and try and like zoom in, and it just wouldn't have worked. So I was like, oh, if I could reach out and get him to send me a picture, and I, I'm pretty good in Photoshop. I could do it to where it'd be really, really hard to detect that it had happened. You know. Yeah, that dude, that drunkard give. Oh, he he hurts when he gets you. He hurts, man. He hits hard. We're close to 300 likes. Agent Atwood's asking for likes. If you guys are new and you haven't hit subscribe yet, subscribing is totally free. Every Friday is from Friday. So this morning we discussed Elden Ring. Is it going to have easy mode? Is it going to be easier? Whatever. Uh, take the poll at the top of the chat. Do you Are you worried it's going to be uh, too easy? A lot of votes on that poll. Thank you to everybody for voted. And then we'll be playing Sekiro here in a little bit. That's what From Friday is all about. Talking Elden Ring in the morning and then jumping into a From Software game in the afternoon. Don't make me want to download Sekiro again to see how I'd fare. I'd be crap at it. Yeah, but if you just took it, took an afternoon to get back into the swing, if you just took an afternoon to get back into the swing of things, I, I don't think you would. It, it's, it's definitely, I, I definitely felt it, right? I, I definitely felt it. I was like, my gosh, like, I am not playing right. right? I was being too aggressive, and I wasn't deflecting enough, and, you know. But, but, now that it's starting to click again, I'm like, ah, this is what I did in this sequence. This is what I did at this part. You look back to see the beauty because of how they're teaching you for later. Here's my issue with the spear guy, Eugene. The description of the Mikri counter, whatever it's called, it doesn't say anything about pressing forward. And if you don't press forward, it's like it doesn't work. That's, I think, my biggest problem with the with the language in the game. I think it's what is it, the Mikri counter? That's what it's called. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't explain. I I only remembered to push forward because people in chat said you got to push forward. I'm fairly certain I reread it multiple times. I was like, it doesn't say anything about pushing forward. It says if you press it at the right time, you'll do the counter. And if you don't press forward, I swear it doesn't work. Yeah, Sekiro's multi-platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm switching to the PS5. I felt like it played better on PS5, and I don't know why. What are your thoughts on the Soul Memory as a matchmaking system? I turn that crap off. It's so annoying. They're everywhere. I had that problem, too. It's a super essential move. It's a real Platinum Games-type awkward thing. You don't need to push forward, but you cannot push to the sides. So you have to stand perfectly still? I never had to do that. I just had to hold it. I swear the Mikri counter works more consistently if you press forward. I swear it does. I can relate to that. I had to practice it a lot, then I accidentally got it by pressing forward. Yeah, it's it has like a 90% efficiency if you press forward. If you don't press forward, it's like it doesn't work. It's like, it's like a 50-50 shot. I don't know. I just don't know why. It, I, I don't get it. Not pushing the direction makes you dodge forward anyway. 
Oh, so it is. It does need to be like a forward movement. It's the absence of going back or to the side. Still or forward, because you'll you'll dodge. That's so weird. I swear you have to push forward. It sounds like if you don't, you dodge forward anywhere you anyway, Eugene, so it's the same movement. It's like the game registers it the same either way. Not with the final boss. Don't do it. Trust me. I mean, Eugene's beaten the game a couple of times. I mean, were you pressing forward in the final boss, Eugene? I think the displates might be here. I have to use the restroom anyway. I'll be right back. I'll be right back.
It was. It was displate. Let's 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 open these. Let's take a peeksy here. I don't know if this is all of them. We may they may have made a mistake. I don't know. We'll see. It's pretty heavy, so it might be all of them. Yeah, perfect timing for today. An Elden Ring one. Let's get the shrink wrap off. So this is how it works. These are magnets you stick to the wall, and then the displate just sticks to these. Perfect for today, dude. Perfect. Just like that. There we go. Oh, this is one of the ones he said he was going to surprise me with. He surprised me with this one. Boba Fett, dude, look at that. That, <laughs> that is hot. He's like, I got some other ones I'll send you as a surprise. Ooh, that's nice. I thought this one would be good with the new season coming out. I thought this one would be good. Great print quality. One of the more iconic Witcher pictures. I know it's not uh, my man crush Henry, but we'll uh, we'll take it. And that is great print quality. So clear. So good. However they print on these is excellent. This next one, oh no. Okay, so before I show this one, in my defense, in my defense, we thought this was going to be like more in our wheelhouse of coverage when I submitted this order. We also didn't know 
how poorly it was gonna do. <laughs> it's awesome, this plate, though. It's so good looking. It's so crisp. I'll get a big red sticker and put the Metacritic, like, 2.6. I just need a big red sticker that just says 2.6 and just stick it on there. Uh, it's what a shame because that's, that's a great display. <laughs> I forgot we ordered a lot. Those things are big. Yeah, we, uh, these are, these are larges. There's medium, large, and extra large. Now, the extra large, they break into, like, four, uh, four disc plates. Here's a good one. Uh, this was, I thought this was, me and Creature unintentionally both thought this one looked really, really good. So... They all matte or any gloss? They're all. I think they're all matte. I don't know if you can. Get, is that something you can order when you get them? All right. This is the last one. Another intentional one, with you know what we know is coming next year. A really nice Horizon Zero Dawn one. I thought the tall neck and her silhouette would look really, really good back there. Um, I think it will. Get rid of the geriatric. Teeth <laughs> looking good. The nice thing about the way that they do this, um, gee, when Christmas, uh, book of Boba. Disney Plus. It's a show. 
Uh, no, they cannot see you right there. Everyone's really cool. Um, let me see if I can demo. Let me see if I can demo this for you guys. Let me show you something. Okay. Okay, so what you're seeing there, okay, those are what the magnets look like when they're on the wall, okay? That's what they look like when they're on the wall. You see? Okay? So the 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 brown paper is like a protective thing you can do. You put that on, and then you stick the magnet to it, and then this is what you do to, to swap your displays. Like, this is how easy it is. Yeah, when you peel it off when you're done, it even the the brown stuff, it it doesn't peel the drywall, but it does peel the paint. I felt like you were trying to take us somewhere more quiet. Shut up, Abe. Lona has a future in QVC if the video game streamer doesn't thing work out. <laughs> He misses calling as a game show hostess. There you go. 
Gonna steal this idea from when I set up my office? Yeah, I mean, you can just stick these things to the wall if you want, right? You peel the blue and you stick it. That's it. You don't have to use the brown paper. The brown paper is designed to make them easier to remove. And it 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 does take the paint off, right? It does take the paint off, but it uh yeah. Right. That picture is crooked. Oh, are you talking about the Spider-Man one? Yeah, I wasn't getting it on straight. Like, obviously, when you put it on the wall, you can you can you can really easily shift it and make it straight. I was just putting it up just to show you guys. You could probably get magnets that screw into the wall instead. Yeah, they're not very heavy. Like, you know what I mean? The cam is crooked. Oh, no, it's always like this. It's always like this. It's a little crooked. Hang on. Yeah, this this scene usually helps me straighten it out. Takes the paint off with the brown paper. Right, let me show you. Okay, so you stick this on first, okay? When you when you peel this off, the paint will come with it. It will. The paint will come with it. Like, I, I don't think that's a mark against the product. Like, I can't imagine sticking something like this to the wall and expecting the paint to be totally fine after. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to take the drywall off. Like, chunks of drywall aren't coming off. Just pieces of the paint. Because I'd imagine it's going to stick there for a while. And then when it's finally time to come down, like, paint's coming with it. I don't think there's a way around that, you know? It's just called a protective leaf, is what it's called. Yeah, it doesn't even say if the protective leaf is for your wall or not. You can heat it up before taking it off. Sure, yeah, you could get an iron and like heat it up and it might peel off and not take any paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like these ones are stuck to like almost like a shadow box. Like I took a piece of cardboard and I made like a box. So these ones stick off the wall by like two inches almost to give the glow effect. Because the LED lights behind weren't creating a glow. I had to get them away from the wall because they're flat against the wall. And so the LED lights didn't look good. A Myrtle Turtle with two months. It's my day off, so I get to sleep in. Good morning, Lono and chat. It's easier to patch small holes and strips of removed paint. You could even, if you really wanted to get fancy, if you really wanted to get fancy, you could literally take a two by four and get and cut it into into like squares 
and drill those into the wall and then stick these to it and then they'd stick off the wall if you wanted to do like what I've done with the lighting or you just think it looks nice kind of having like a 3D push off the wall and then when it's time to take it down it's just you unscrew the screws and then you've just got some holes like like Eugene said to patch up and then it has like a nice 3D look almost like it creates almost like a slight shadow on the wall that might look kind of dope or you could literally keep the sticky thing covered and like what Eugene is saying, you could just you could take take four nails and just put nails in the four corners of this and it would work just fine. And it'd be really easy to take down. But that's it. Those are all the new disc plates we got. So really excited. Especially that's really well timed with today. That's really well timed with today. Um, Very, very cool. Um... I'm trying to figure out how to put my uh, back up when I move to my office. Too bad they don't send you a couple magnets for that purpose. Can you order magnets from the site? I have a junk ton extra, Christina. How recently have do you have you, you order the coffee, don't you, Christina? Because I was gonna say, next time you order coffee, I'll just have my wife throw some in the in the. I'll just throw some in the bag for you. I literally I get two with every display, and I don't need them all. Does, the, does that Christmas sweater come with a free chimichanga? I don't know if they have a, the way to order more mounting stuff. See how to mount a disc plate. Oh no, they have them, Christina. They do. You can get a package of three for $13 or a package of nine. So it's probably best that I don't do that. Because obviously we're partnered with them. You can go to their about mounting page and if you scroll down, you can buy packs of the stuff. Three wipes, three protective leaves, and three magnets for 13 or you can get nine for 25 That's the better deal. So 25 bucks, and you can get nine of them. Nine wipes, nine protective leaves, and nine magnets. So they do. I was going to say, that would make sense to offer that as a solution because, you know, if somebody moves... I should consider the larger plates, but I've only ordered the standard sizes so far. These are large. It goes medium, large, extra large. Extra large, they break it into four disc plates, and you make the picture with four different printed disc plates. They print, you know, each each corner, basically. Odd numbers. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why three. You need two, so I don't know. Maybe they give you three because do the mediums only need one? I've not put up my new ones yet because I know they'll be coming down. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, if you guys order those and use my link, either the link below or the command in chat, that supports me directly and you get a pretty nice discount. You don't have to put a code in or anything. You just use my link 
and then it'll apply the discount at checkout. They've got some awesome Sekiro ones. Ooh. Oh, wait. Hang on. I need to do something for later because I'm going to get caught up in Sekiro and then not, not do it. Thanks, Mama. Uh... mama i got a medium and it only needs one magnet yeah i usually give them to the kiddos the stickers um what's a common search term for lost on youtube lost tv Series, lost TV show. Um, I'm ignorant, but what determines the house market if you were to buy a house? I mean, the local the local market the local market would, it would do it. What stuff in the area going for? Local cost of living with respect to um, state and property taxes um, local industry, food local earnings local average area income there's a lot that goes into it you that's why you have somebody help you with all that that's why you have somebody help you with all that uh we'll premiere this today at three set up the premiere Yeah, size of the house too. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Size of the house, age of the house. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very complicated. Definitely need somebody to help you with it. Today's premiere over on Presents is me arguing why Loss is still one of the best TV series ever made. Um, we're getting more into like entertainment commentary, uh, content creator commentary, you know, cultural commentary, and I thought that would be a fun one to make.
Would you consider doing talks on streaming again? We may get into that, but here's the problem, Donut. There are trade secrets we've learned that we don't necessarily want to give away. Yeah, it's fine. A creature, I think it looks good. Like, it was different with the way that purple was set up. It was very different. With the way that purple was set up, giving away insight and strategy and ideas, just it wasn't, there was no risk. You start giving away strategy and ideas on YouTube, and they can start to undercut the efficiency of your strategy that you're using, because then everybody starts using your strategy. I mean, you saw what happened when they were like, oh, if you use the community tab and do polls, it's great for your recommends and it's great for your channel. And then what did everybody fricking start doing? Literally everybody was spamming your feed with polls in their community tab. And so it loses its efficiency and potency because somebody gave away the trade secret. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. We're going to be jumping into Sekiro again for part two of From Friday. We covered Elden Ring this morning. Talked about are they sneaking in in easy mode? And we'll be diving into Sekiro every Friday after that morning talk. From Fridays is dedicated to being all about From Software games. We greatly appreciate you guys engaging with it. We're going to bring a redirect over and bring the live audience over 